See, see what happens when they let a madman behind a music thing? I mean, really. <laughs> I mean, really. Y'all shouldn't let me pick music. I don't know. Just... You have good, you you uh, good taste. <laughs> First it was Ramstein, and then it was oh, yeah. uh, Linkin Park. It's good taste, man. That's good. We had, we had uh, what, Sandman the week before that? It's um... – yeah, people, we're just cycling through. It's a news show. We don't want. To, it's not a boring news show, and we're not telling you that we're right. Which is going through news, chit chatting about some of the stupid shit we've read, and, and wonder can America really be this ignorant? Sometimes I mean, you know, we're just. I mean, a good friend of mine today comes up to me and says, "This economy is so good, Jonah," <laughs> and, and, and and I took my glasses off, and and I said, "Dude," I said, "Um." I said, you know, a week ago, gas down here was two twenty-five a gallon, right? He's like, yeah. I said, have you looked today? It's three oh five. I said, we live in the, one of the biggest producing states in the freaking planet, and yet we're paying three dollars and five cents a gallon for gas. And I said, did you go buy? Have you been? Oh, I said, that's right. I forgot, John. You no, got half a million dollars in the bank. That's right. Yeah. The deal is, if you have money in the stock market, it looks like it's doing great because mm -hmm. because there's the ri not risk, but there's the potential that they're going to lower interest rates. When they lower interest rates, stock market gets inflated. All asset prices get inflated, and you do really well. But if you're just if you're not in the stock market and you're dealing with all the inflation, because when you lower interest rates, it causes inflation or stimulates inflation, then you're seeing a completely different side of the economy. That's what's going on. That's why there's this disconnect. Well, that's one reason. The other yeah, reason is 
the Democrats, you know, they want we want Biden to look good. Anything right? so for Biden. And there. Economic reasons, right? Um, I I don't you know when it comes um what's that Christopher? Oh no, the other Sean is off tonight. Yes, he's uh they're working to live and you know what out of the pool, man. No, we're the same age. I I just like to give him shit. That's all. <laughs> What do you mean I look young? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But you know what? That's called die because I have to be on TV. No, not because of this TV. When I, I, I do other TV series and stuff and uh, they required, the, it, it can't be. If, if y'all seen it, the original color, it's supposed to be, you'd be like, Jesus Christ, how old is this dude? It's uh, they, they require it to be dyed for, um, they just don't like it white. I found that out when I was in, I was filming in, in Washington, D.C. for um, Ancient Aliens, actually. And uh, the girl goes, damn, dude. That, that, she said, you, your mustache is great, but your beard. I said, yeah. She said, but you don't have no dark hair and no gray hair. I said, I don't know, sweetie. Don't ask me. So she said, but it's too white. It bleaches your face. It says it makes me look like I don't have a face right here. So so anytime I'm doing they'll they'll let it go. Salt and pepper, they'll let it go with. But anything else, uh-uh. They like, no, so I know. I can get away with the salt and pepper? Yeah, salt and pepper is actually good. They like that actually better. When it's like this, they really like it. Um, I don't have no control over that. No, when I when, when I'm being asked, no, when I'm being paid, and and they're not, no, yeah, I'm being, no, dude, I don't do the freaking things for free, um, but anyway, I'm being paid, and you know, they're they're, what do you mean? Do they use temporary dye? No. Well, one, I'm not gonna let them use temporary dye because I don't want to be walking around the next day because I've forgotten my face is melting like uh, what was Juliana's Juliana. head that day? It's <laughs> like, no, that's not gonna happen. But it's just it's just show business, people. No, uh, Jay said he'll probably be in later. I seen uh, uh, he's something about he's baking bread or something. I'm not sure what it is. He's he's being a cook tonight. You know how it is when you get in the middle of something. <laughs> I don't even go there. Um, remember, guys and girls, come over. See, we got one, two, three, four, five Facebook pages open and two YouTube pages. So come out and hang up. They got um two of my personal pages there. So if you're not on those pages, I don't know if it'll let you post or not. Yeah, I think it's public. And then uh, United Public Radio page is there. News on the Flipside page is there. UF on the Covers page, so you can go check them out. And then on um, YouTube, it's Gods, Extraterrestrials, and Morons. No, that's not really the title. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'll behave myself. And then uh, UFO Paranormal Radio, so y'all can check us out over there. Uh, one day there will be another United Public page. I had to sue YouTube, and uh, we did win that first suit, but they're never going to give me that page back per se, so... I'd have to lie and cheat and steal and have a new page. Yes. And I don't feel like going through all that. Uh, but anyway, welcome, Sean. Nice to see you, man. How's the new show going? I see the ratings are up good this week. I seen them, uh, uh, the ones I sent you the other day. That was, there was a, they were up like 20 grand or something, maybe even 30. Yeah. It's up. I mean, it, what? 3X? 3X from the first week? Yeah, I think so. Right. Well, I mean, a little under 3X from the first yes. week, but still. So now, what's the name good, of I mean, this? What, what is the name of this show again? I can't even remember the name of this show. You're going to have to get this in my Rural head. Glass Darkly with Radio. With oh, Jesus, that's why I can't remember. <laughs> 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 that's a good show. I actually listen to it. No, well, the newbies don't ever know I actually do listen. And then sooner or later, I'll make him bring me on as a guest. Yes, I just did that to one of the newbies the other day. I got a couple of newbie interviews coming up but because I'm cool like that. Uh, no, I just like to see my host in action and, and, and see what their strong and weak points are and if there's anything we can help with or just let them loose like wild run through the grass because that's usually what we do anyway. <laughs> yes, don't well, break got, your leg while you're running, but have some fun. <laughs> I got Ed Reardon on this this week. Yeah. He's, a, he's a super skilled remote viewer 
kind of next generation big, remote viewer. And he was yeah, trained by a bunch of Stargate people. So, but was it Christopher? No, there's, there's, no, he's got a great show. Yes, you just come check it out. Well, all shows take time and he's on Sunday. So, you know, we just opened the Sunday lineup. Just God, I'd have to ask Michelle, but it's, it's been recent. I mean, it's, well, the end of last year. I wanted to say this year, but the end of last year. So it's, it's a new lineup. No, he's ending the night, so we'll see. Well, eventually, that's up to Michelle. Don't ask me all the questions. Uh, Michelle does align us, not me. Um, I, of course, I can tell her what I want, but she still does align us. <laughs> that's just the way it works. No, these are all based off the original lineup of the network since she came in, but she's she's just adding very nicely. And every now and then, I, I find the host and say, "Here, Michelle, here's a host for you." And she's like Joe. <laughs> she always gives me the, the Joe. She's, she's evil, people, I'm telling you. But anyway, we're not going there either. A lot of stuff in the news, a lot of craziness going on around the world, just general stupidity. Uh, I see Donald Trump's got to pay $355 million out because the judge estimated his property worth less than it was. And I'm still, <laughs> and, you know, I'm confused <laughs> about that. So. Mary Lager's worth $18 million. Are you effing kidding me? <laughs> Is he an appraiser? Is he uh, an Is he an appraiser? Well, that's what one is of there a victim? Is there asked. a victim? There's no victim. There's no crime. Like, by the way, who's getting the $350 million if there's no victim? It's I know. Un- that's completely unreal. Well, you know unreal. he's getting that. getting that. So he can't do business in New York. So so is New York going to buy all of his businesses out he has in New York? Is that what's going to happen here? I don't know. I mean, These people yeah. never, never think through practical implications of anything. You know, plus, right. you know. plus, I heard one of the federal judges, one of the New York federal judges said, well, wait a minute now. Uh, and that was his question. Well, I didn't know this judge was an appraiser, uh, being a smart ass, but still. And then he had one of the other judges said, Well, shouldn't this guy have recused himself after what he said about Donald Trump in the 2016 and in the 2020 election? So yeah, we'll see. Well, get, that's good. It's, it's going to get it's going to get thrown. I mean, you see the guy hamming for the camera after after the announcement mm-hmm, after I, the I'd verdict say. was done. Yeah, it was just it was like he must have should have been on Instagram, I and mean, it was it's just like Instagram kind of. You know, Hammond for the camera. I just that whole city is just in the cesspool. It's just corrupt, and it's a, well. That, that's the other thing they're gonna. There's there's three or thing three or four things they can appeal this, and one of them is they couldn't get an honest jury. So um, we'll we'll see what happens with. I don't know. You know, if they will get the appeal before the election. I mean, people, we're down to ten months now, and and it's clicking along fast. So I mean, bam, 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 bam. Before you know it, it's gonna be you have to vote. Looks like the Supreme Court's going to rule on Trump's side as far as the 14th Amendment, because even Sotomayor, I listened to her, she was talking to somebody the other day. She goes, I think, I actually think it was the damn uh, federal, the federal guy. Anyway, the guy who was, who was doing it for the Democrats. And, and she's like, OK, now, can I ask this question? And I'm not being sarcastic. Has any charges have been brought about Donald Trump for insurrection or has he been? convicted of insurrection she said because it clearly states that this has to be a conviction so she said i need a conviction so has there been a conviction and then of course the guy had to say no um and the only thing about jan 6 right now is what's going on in dc and that looks like that might be getting dropped so it's it's so even she's kind of like well no if we're going to go by the letter of the law i know you're kind of screwed here you're not gonna be able to do it now the immunity thing that can go either way I don't know how the court's going to rule on that, but they're going to have to rule on it. But they can dic- – see, that's the thing. Donald Trump in this way is brilliant. So it may be another month or two before the court actually gives their decision on the 14th Amendment thing. So that's holding up all kind of stuff. And then it may be another month or two after that before they give their thing on immunity. By then, 
we're five months from the election. You're not going to be able to start a case because it, it, everybody in America will be going, no, uh-uh. you can't do this this close to the election. Sorry, guys, we're not going to buy this. It's totally, absolutely political. Uh, we're just not going to go for this. And besides that, getting it on the docket and getting everything ready by the election, it's going to be almost impossible. So I, I, don't, I don't know how that, that'll work out for them. And then once he's in the White House, you can't, you can't prosecute a sitting president. Only the Senate can do that. And if, if the Democrats are stupid enough to waste another four years trying to impeach Trump, they won't have nothing left of their party. It damn near destroyed, destroyed him last time. I'm like, guys, just, just let him do his job for four years. He'll be gone. And then y'all can go fight with whoever you want to. Uh, let, let him cure this Putin and Middle Eastern problem and, and, this, and you know get the economy straight again. And then y'all can come back and screw it all up again. How's that? That, that works, you know. Because that's, that's just about what's going to happen unless uh, unless he picks a really good vice president. He had Trump has to understand this time. He needs a good VP for two reasons. To help him win this election, but to ensure the Republicans truly have a chance of getting 12 years out of this. Uh, which they do if they get the right VP in there. Marcos, Marco Santos, you say Santos Santos. <laughs> You talking about? I don't know. I, look, I think the Cal- I mean, uh, Florida governor is great. I think he's a really good politician, but he has a hard time on the public stage. He doesn't feel real comfortable. His voice is, gets a little shattery, a little shaky. You can't get like that in front of the national press. Uh, it, just, it just no matter what you do, you're going to look bad. And it's one of the reasons he stepped down. Even though he he in some places was kicking Nikki Haley's ass, but in some places she was kicking his. Uh, and, and he didn't think there should even be a closeness between the two of them. So it's one of those things you got to wonder about. Um, will Trump go with either one of those two? And Nikki Haley, would Nikki Haley help or hurt? Well, with women, it would probably help. Um, with, well, what do you mean white working women? No, I think, I think black women would vote for her too. Look, after what's her face? It's what's her name? Camilla, Camilla, whatever her damn name is. Um, any 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 woman would be better. I mean, shit, we could go back to Sarah Palin after this disaster. Oh yeah, not even, not even close. Not even you close. Know, at least Sarah ran a damn state. Uh, actually, ran it pretty good too for eight years. Um, I, I, look, well, you know, I didn't want it to be president. I just want like watching her walk around in that red, white, and blue bikini. Yeah, I'm sexist. What can I say? Uh, I mean, she's out there. Shh, shh, I'm going to be the VP. It's <laughs> like go VP, go VP. <laughs> no, people, calm down. She was a lot of fun. She was like uh, the potato guy. He was a lot of fun too. You know, Dan Quayle. Dan, Dan Quayle. Quayle. Okay. Yeah. See, and I can only remember as the potato guy. Isn't that a shame? Um, Guys, I mean, there's sometimes politicians are just just that ignorant, moronic, stupid. Sometimes, uh, sometimes. Well, I'm, I'm trying to give, so, uh, I'm trying sometimes. to give the benefit of doubt. I'm trying to give them the benefit of doubt. Uh, oh, I got a trivia question. Where was it? I was going to give a book away tonight. Uh, this is going to be for the thirtieth person. But you know what? We'll give away Dave Hankins' book because I'm going to make him send me another one. Okay, this is actually a pretty good book. Actually, I think I got a second one of these already. I uh, see this, this, see, see, see. I don't have none of Sean's books to give away. So, but anyway, you see this. We'll make Sean give away his own show. But uh, you see, we'll give this away. So, can you tell me what Washington, Lincoln, Roosevelt, and Reagan had in common, other than for being for the greatest presidents to ever be in the United States? 
Uh, I mean, they all were great presidents. And no, they're not the same party. One was a Federalist, I think. Uh, I know one was a Republican, one was a Democrat. Um, Jay, turn your speaker down a little bit. Oh, yeah, let me change that. Hang on a second. And uh, so what, what was it, people? I'm telling you. 30th person or anybody really. I mean, because I, I don't think y'all going to figure out this real fast. So what do you mean? Can I give a hint? What do you mean a hint? A clue? Uh, no, because if I give the clue, y'all going to figure it out. Too. No. So anyway, just figure it out. It's, this is a goofy thing. This isn't like crazy serious thing, but it is something that they all four have in common. They don't have the same birthdays, but that's, that's warm. That's actually warm. See, but they don't have the same birthdays now. I was surprised because I'm one of them. Yes. Mm, I was surprised. What's bad? Time to go. Wait, what are you? What are you just wondering? What the hell is it? <laughs> What's about stump y'all at night? Come on. Mm-mm. I can't tell you until something. I have not seen an email with the right answer. Yes, I can't tell you until I see at least one with the right email. Y'all well past thirty, so don't even worry about thirty anymore. Who were the three anyway, presidents? Or who were the presidents? Four presidents. It was. It was. It was Washington. Washington. Uh, uh, Lincoln, dun, 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 two of the greatest presidents ever. I think, was it Roosevelt? Or I think it was Roosevelt and then Reagan. Um, Christopher, no, you want me to, you want, no, oh, wait, somebody got it. Who, who was that? Who was that? Wait, let me scroll and see who that was. Emily, Emily who? So you know Emily's we know, right? Emily, oh, Emily Hopkins. How you doing, Emily? Where are you from? Wisconsin. Is it snowing in Wisconsin? It's <laughs> about to be snowing here at some point, actually. We're supposed to get about four to six inches, maybe eight. That's like asking if there's oxygen in the rest of the country. Uh, yes, they were all four yes. Aquarians. There are four. some parts of the country that don't have oxygen. <laughs> they were what? Yeah. What was the answer? They were all four Aquarians. The zodiac sign was Aquarius. They were doing this weird search. I was doing a weird search on something else the other day. And Alexa comes up and she says, I said, who? I said, no way the four greatest presidents the country ever had are all the same damn Zodiac sign. I said, I got to go back and hear that again. And it wound up being true, huh? <laughs> yes, but it's nice. I mean, you know, it is nice to see that maybe Aquarians might might help out somewhere along the line. There's a lot of them that are in politics. So, yeah, it's a gift, I think. Or can curse one or the other. Uh, James Winston Whitehouse. Well, oh, Weston House. I'm, hey, look, I'm sorry, James Winston Weston House. That's a little formal there, huh? It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm James Winston Warrior. <laughs> what? No, I'm not Stone. Yeah, but give me some time. I'll have to ask Linda to put some some uh, Irish cream in my coffee or something. So, no, what was your smart-ass comment? Who was the greatest president of the United States? You know, I'm going to ban you from the chat just for that, right? You know that, right? Yeah, you're banned. You're banned. No, Obama. Obama's like he don't even rank in the top thirty. He, he actually know. ranks below President Carter. The only thing he did good was is he had good account. I mean, I mean a good um, stock market. Other than that, he sucked. Um, well, he was the number one drone president. He killed the most people with drones. Yeah, he did. He was number one drone number killer. One killer. There's no He still holds that record too. Um, what do you mean Houthis? Oh, we're gonna talk about that in a little while. Actually. Um, I was listening to the Navy commander of the aircraft carrier talking today about the Houthis and how they are pretty much keeping all the jets in the air nonstop. It's just, I remember those rotations. 
pretty soon you'll start seeing we got a, cargo we got ships. Twenty four seven umbrella over our carriers now. Well, we're 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 doing missions. They're doing. They're just blowing the living shit out of them. Anytime they see anything Houthi, they just blow it up. They don't even care now. It's full out. The Houthis, the only place they're going to be safe is if they go to Iran, and I don't think that's going to stop them either. I think the commander will still fly into Iran and blow them up. I don't think he's going to stop. Now, you know, China and Russia are getting kind of pissy and looking like they want to start a real war, so we'll have to see how that goes. Russia's, Russia's pushing the envelope, but then – so one of his, his people who defected just recently – or I, don't, I guess it's not defection because it's not communist in him anymore. But anyway, was snuck out the country and brought to Britain said that he is brawling for a fight with NATO, not America, but NATO. He said, because he doesn't think America is just going to walk right in. Uh, he, Putin is. He said, they don't, he don't says he doesn't think that um, America is just going to walk right in and help NATO out. He said, by the time America decides to help NATO out, they'll have taken Poland and like four other countries back. That's what he's saying. So, so which army is this? Is this the army that's trying to take the Ukraine, or is this the hidden army that I don't know about somewhere? You guys, we have, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, no, I, I, bet really. would, I bet you Poland would mess them up. The Poles want the Poland Poles wants a fight. They're trying to. They yeah. want to get in a fight. And, and from what I understand, we're getting ready to send them some pretty serious tanks. So, yeah, uh, yeah. they're itching to get back for World War II. So, I mean, <laughs> well, we we've got. Oh, and then um, the U.S. were redeploying nuclear weapons in the U.K. Now, Rendlesham was the last place it had, and of course, that's where the alien. Yeah, we're not. Uh, we're was. not there anymore. That's a. That's not being used. I think as a base. I don't think the yeah, British. No, are no, no, I don't. I don't even think it's a base anymore, as far as a real. Yeah, I, don't base think, I don't even think the British, British are using it. But, anymore. Uh, we're definitely deploying. Place. We're definitely deploying uh, nuclear weapons to the UK. No if and but about it, and we're talking about putting them in a couple other places besides that too. And I think Poland's one of them. Yeah, uh, Russia is going to trip. If we put nuclear weapons in Poland, Russia is going to trip. I mean, you can't even blame them for that. I mean, really? No, no. I mean, I, mean, I would. Put, I mean, my next step I mean, would be to put them back in Cuba if I were the Russians. Yeah, like, yeah and which we're not. We're we're, yeah. we're not going to do that anyway oh, because Cuba, Cuba's man. fixing the defect to the United States anyhow. So it's more and more looking like Raul's getting old now. The granddaughter's going to be taking over, and, and she wants to be an American. So. She she's already said it. She wants to apply for um, Commonwealth. Uh, is that what it? Yeah, the Commonwealth. What's that? What they call it? What is it, what's Puerto Rico? Yeah, Puerto Rico's Puerto Rico's uh, the Commonwealth. Yeah, okay, so that she wants to apply for that, and then she's willing to even apply to break the island up into states. So we'll see how that all goes. If if any of us are still oh, wow. see it. but she wants to be in. She's always wanted to be an American. It's big enough to be its own state. Why break it up? No, they because they they're saying it could be like two states or maybe even three. I don't know why I'm with you. Florida's being yeah, the whole damn island. These so. fifty three states. <laughs> you know, I, I'm like I don't, I don't I don't think I think one would be just fine. It's um, yeah. but it would be nice because it would open all that it's deep diving. Florida, I don't think you know. It's no, it's not. And, and you know, it would be nice because all the deep diving would get opened up when in sunken cities. Right? We could learn all kind of interesting. Oh my stuff god! Yeah. Um, yeah, Florida. Just, Florida has double the population of Cuba. Well, a little bit. Yeah. A little bit less than double, but. There's like 21 yeah, million. Uh, but I mean, million. size-wise, the island isn't much bigger than the entire state of, of Florida. So, and and don't forget, Obama gave Florida a taste of momentarily freedom with being friends with the United States, and there was a lot of rush of everything in there really fast. And of course, it, it quit uh, when Trump came in because Trump's like, "What the hell are we doing? We're not, we're not, no, no. We want, we want to be friends with Cuba. They need to change their government." Uh, yeah. which, which I agree with, but I mean, you know, 
I think if you'd have kept it up, they would have dated just went to democracy anyway. I think the people would have forced them into it because if, yeah. if, if we'd have been that involved with them and they would started the revolution, we would just back the rebels. Uh, and we'd make sure Russia stayed out of it. So, cause it's, I mean, technically it's inside our coastal waters. I mean, people don't realize that Cuba is actually inside the United States protected 75 mile range coastal waters. What is it? 90, uh, it's only 90 miles. No, I don't, the part of it ain't even that far. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really close to Florida. I mean, it's was dangerous. Like, some people have actually swum across that gap. Oh yeah, it, it made it. yeah. I can't miss so many boats. They, they go out, they used to have, um, Back in the 90s, uh, they used to have what they call boat watch. They all would go all the way down to as far as you could go down the Keys and park out there and with with um, binoculars and stuff and watch the, the people escaping from Cuba. And they, yeah. it was, it was, I, they called it some boat watch or something. It was retardism. I'm thinking, why aren't y'all out boats helping these people, man? I mean, come no, on. In other words, there's that one Olympic swimmer lady, or I mean, a couple of them actually that did the swim from Cuba to Florida, but they put like a shark cage around them. And like I think the one girl that tried to do it, she only got like I don't even think she got halfway before they pulled her out of the water. So it's not an easy thing to do. I mean, you're either going to get eaten by an animal or you're going to drown. Less there are than a lot of sharks. Out. There's a lot of reef, reefs out there. So there's a lot of sharks out there. Uh, there's also, a lot of wildlife out there, and it's murky, dark water. You really can't see it coming. You'll you'll be bitten before you even see it. Well, you know what's weird about that? So if if you're swimming, if you're if you're dead center of the bottom of Florida, you're swimming that way. So it, once you get about about three miles out to the east of you, the water is beautiful, crystal clear, sandy bottom. It's the Atlantic Ocean. And when you look to the left of you, to the west, it's uh, it's murky for a while. And then about a mile past that, it's again crystal – actually, it's emerald green. And it's the Gulf of Mexico. And it drops off to about 2,000 feet right there too. Yeah, you want to be swimming around on top of that. God knows what's down 2,000 feet in the Gulf. No people the Gulf gets deeper than 2,000 feet, but. Yes, and it was so weird about the golf. We were out in the rigs fishing. Well, I have to tell you all the story, but we were out there. We were fishing for not for fish, but for something else. And anyway, you could see three thousand feet. I mean, you're sitting out there in the water, and you're just looking down, and you can see the sandy bottom rippling. And when you hit the depth finder, and you're like, "No way!" It, it almost looked like a mirage. It was crazy looking. And you can see fish, actually pretty big ones swimming around. There's lots of whales that go up through the Gulf and all. It's an interesting place to go hang out. It's um, And it's just weird. It's like something just scooped it out. Whoosh, and then dumped the mud somewhere else. Plunk. Maybe made maybe made an island or, or no, maybe made the South American continent or something. Who knows? Uh, Jimmy Lee, what do you what do you want? That whole scoop out is part of that, uh, part of the, Tungu- not the Tunguska blast, the uh, um, Chicxulub blast. That's why it's all dug out. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Lee, Jimmy, Jim, oh, okay. Well, hey, you, you're, you don't want to get Jimmy in front of your name, so Mr. Lee, what can I do for you? That's Sean, that's Jay, and that's and that's myself to the right and to the left, or whatever way you're viewing us. Yeah, we, we don't have Sean Jack Kelly tonight. Uh, Bolger's in your coffee. No, he's off tonight. He's um got to work early in the morning. Oh, yes, just, you know, have to when you got to work for a living. What, what, what mm-hmm. is, what is, what is your thing? Oh, so you so I did pose that question the other day, and I wanted it for tonight's show. And I have seen a lot of people go across the poll on the website, which I closed a little while ago. Um, so when I asked who do you think can run the economy better, Joe Biden or, or Trump, it was like eighty-two. There was um, it was like sixty-five hundred people took the poll, and it was like eighty-two hundred or um, eighty-two percent were like Trump. 
it wasn't even a thing. So when I asked, do you think the economy is good right now? Actually, I did a two-poll thing there. I said, do you think the economy is good right now? And if you make two hundred and fifty more than $250,000 and you're taking this poll, is life particularly good for you right now? You know, I figured how many people be taking the poll that's making that kind of money, but you never know. Uh, 150 people actually answered that poll. Anyway, getting back to the other one, uh, I hate to, I hate to break your heart, there, Lee, Mister Lee, but about 77% said the economy sucks, and there was even comments left behind that were far nastier than what I just said. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's the first time I ever did a comments on polls before. It might be the last two. There was a lot of them. It's uh, yeah, it looked like they were trying to chat with each other in the comments. It section. does, it it does seem to have stabilized a little. Uh, the gas prices over there because I have a gas station across the street, it's it's been 363 for the last several weeks. Oh, no, so. don't worry, you're, you're fixing it. kind of stable right yeah. now. You're, 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 gonna, you're gonna see a 50 cent increase probably in the next two or three days. Yeah, yeah. yeah so when they say when they say inflation has gotten better, right, they don't mean that the prices have come down because that's deflation. All yeah. they mean is just that the rate of inflation's increase has. Yeah has has come down and that's true the rate of increase has come down but but mm-hmm. the prices still are still way, way the hell up right yeah, oh they're, they're still, still up but they've stabilized where they are so i mean yeah they're just yeah they're just not, not seeing any just fluctuation not, up or down like, yeah, it's not accelerating first, right, right see, yeah, that's what we want you to accept but that that's right. what well, the media five gallons we were seeing you know, massive fucking like four days five days 60 70 this is this is the reset but this is the reset. This is what media wants you to think right now. This is the reset because we're just before the re- election. They want you to feel because things were all jumping around. Everything was, and everything's stable. See so how the president's got it. Got and, and, they're try, and they're trying to push America into thinking that this is what the prices are going to be. Uh, and we're just going to have to live with this and go from there and, and, and hope this president. No, it's, that's not true, people. Oh, and the reason I said you're going to see, Jay, because our gas was uh, 222, 222 the other day. It's 303 today. So we're in the deep south where we get gas really cheap. So you, it's just coming to a job. It may take a couple of days, but you'll see it. Because it's where the manufactured oil is coming from out of Louisiana, Texas. So y'all get that oil. Yeah, and, uh, you, and you probably have a huge re- uh, you know, uh, facility there that makes the crude no, not, gas. No, not one. We have, we have five. And then Texas yeah, has and like Savannah has several, too. So the gases were always cheap. Now, gasoline prices are always cheaper there. But you know they were the ones who saw the price increases first. Because it starts there at the, the, where it comes into the country. It's um, it's well. See, we ours comes into the country right here in our backyard. So that's you know. We, yeah, that's what we, I'm saying. It's cheaper it in, for you because yeah, you're close to it, refine it, and as send you go it. inland, it so, gets more and more. But generally, generally, when we see as three dollars, once you break the Mason Dixon line, it starts hitting around four fifty five dollars. You get up around New York, it'll be five dollars, six dollars. You get out west, it'll be seven, eight dollars. So they were paying six dollars last week. When I talked to one of them today, they're paying eight. Yeah. And then, well, right well right you know what? That's not even fair. That's not even fair. It depends. It depends where you were. Uh, I heard you know from different places as low as is like five eighty nine and as high as like eight fifty. Uh, I guess it just depends where you are in, in Cali. Uh, for where it's going to be, I guess eventually it'll stabilize across the Southern California, but uh, we'll have, we'll know when Sean starts bitching. Yeah, and it, but also California. <laughs> we, we also don't have heating. We, we also don't have heating issues like everybody. Yeah, that's the, true. The East Coast, world, right? So yeah, but you, you the, the state to... also taxes you know uh, fossil fuels a little differently than the other states. So it's always even when it's even when the prices are good on gasoline, it's always. Traditionally, been always higher for gasoline in, in California and Hawaii too, because they're so far away. But 
just yeah. I guess it's the way it is. But uh, it, you sh you should it should be yeah, uniform see, across the country. And I don't I don't understand why it is, but it is. You know, I well, think Hawaii costs right right the closer yeah. you are yeah. to the well, source. I mean, there you got I understand yeah. it being more expensive but moving inland from where it comes into the country. Yeah. But I don't see why on the West Coast it's ten dollars a gallon over here. It's five dollars. You know, there's well be the on the West Coast it's taxes. taxes. Yeah, yeah, West Coast it's just taxes. Yeah. That's all it is. And by yeah, the way, I air. think I think Hawaii should be the first state that goes all electric. They don't need. I mean, it's not that big of a state, so a, a full charge to drive you across the state or get you like you know three quarters of the way across. I mean, you can only drive so far before you hit the damn water. And, yeah, and you set up some charging stations along the way. So. I'm just saying that should be the first electric state. We just stop delivering the oil there altogether and be done with it. Yeah, I mean, they don't the, have. But that's that's the problem with Hawaii. Most of their electric power generation is from like diesel, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, that's that's the, you know you go you go all why, electric. Why would you do? No, but, but why would you that? We got all that thermal energy there. Why wouldn't you be using that? I mean, they use it in other parts of the country. Why wouldn't you use it yeah, there? I mean, they, it, I mean they're sitting right on an thing. active magnet. So that's what I'd say. I would just tell them, look, this is how it's going to be, Hawaii. Uh, you're going all electric. You're going to use thermal energy. You're going to become the most efficient state in the union. Do it. Well, and you know, and the Democrats will throw billions of dollars at them because it's one of their states. Uh, so, <laughs> but they could be that they could be the the poster child for the future, even though no, electric's not the future. So there's no reason to worry. It's about not. It. But I mean, but if you did a, if you did a cost analysis of, of taking gasoline from California to Hawaii back and forth with those boats, that cost alone probably preempts bringing the gas in there in the first time. It's probably more expensive to bring it there and bring that boat back empty than it is to just go electric. I mean, it just it just seems like that's, I mean, there's so, on a globe, it seems so much smaller, but if, if you get if you get anywhere in an airplane near that, it's an extremely long, long way away. Hawaii hmm. is extremely long. It's Hawaii is as far away from California as I am from California. So it's like 3,000 miles from California. Speaking of Hawaii, whatever happened with the whole Maui thing? That went real dark, real silent, real real quick, didn't yeah, it? No, oh, the it, fires. it, it yeah. went real dark. What happened? Yeah. Because the media just stopped covering it. It's not the thing anymore. You can still it find was, media. If you, if you search for it, you can find it. But the media. Is what happened to all the people who owned that land? Did, did the, did the gov like governor like oh, take it away from them? I haven't, we haven't heard nothing, nothing. Yeah, he, he was hurt. talking about it, but nobody ever said he must not have because I thought that that would have made it might, might not have made it the uh, liberal news, but it would have made a conservative news. So um, I haven't heard that anywhere. But I don't. California recently kind of feels like they've gone a little dark. Um, you know, even though a lot of people thought that Pretty Boy won that debate, I think that and a couple other things have actually really hurt him recently. So I think he's just laying low. They made some bad decisions, and Cali kind of came back and bit him in the ass. And and then, of course, you know, DeSantis told him uh, was on TV the other day, saying, "Hey, anytime you want to debate again, feel free." He said, "I'll fly out to California." <laughs> I mean, he's willing to fly out to California to debate him. I yeah, mean, he, you know, he, Newsom makes uh, yeah. nothing but bad decisions. I mean, it's not even. But there was something recently, and then and then what did he say? Oh, we got all this rain now. California shouldn't need rain for a decade. I'm like, really? I said, did you catch all that rain, or did that go into the ocean? I mean, I'm yeah, pretty sure our reservoirs are full. Yeah, I mean, they don't, they they don't do proper. We don't do proper forestry management, so we have all these fires. We don't have. We don't do proper uh, water collection. We get rid of like dams and, and things like that, and then mandate that we have all electric vehicles, but we don't have the power generation capacity lined up, so we don't have the infrastructure. Rolling yeah. blackouts, like it's just 
these people are completely incompetent. So I mean, and it's just like transparently incompetent. We did the math on this about six, seven months ago. So if everybody in, in California gets an electric car and there's 20, maybe 30 million electric cars in California, we'll just say 20 million. We'll downplay it some, uh, even though there's what, 38 million people there now. We're going to say 20 million Every people day, yeah. with electric cars. That's a lot of electricity produced. And remember, people, this isn't just one charge a day. It is if your grandma going to a grocery store and back, but if you're a working person or if you're driving for a living, oh, or if you live in if you live in Los Angeles and have to drive in that six lane disaster mm-hmm. area called their Beltway, you're sitting in there for hours and hours. It's like a two or three hour commute to and from every day. How long does the battery last on your car? It's not just Los Four Angeles, hours? by the way. I spent twenty years of my life sitting in the car for five hours a day. I know. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna run out of battery on the I mean, freeway. <laughs> Yeah, oh man, it's um. So that's that's the thing. I mean, you can't just you you just can't drop twenty twenty five million cars onto a grid that can't even house take care of the current population. Well, and like Sean said, they don't even have the infrastructure for it yet. They don't. They because never have. The, that, that's the, the whole point. First, then you mandate everybody gets a car by yeah, you know yeah. X any time you know year thirty thirty or whatever, and then boom. Any time you can't go the other way around. Well, same thing for New York, too. Anytime in the summer that you have to mandate rolling blackouts, there's no way you can support a bunch of car, electric cars on the grid. You just can't do it. So, and then what's going to happen is all the people are going to get mad because they're sitting in the heat so someone can go drive their car around. That's just, just not going to play out real well. I mean, it starts getting really hot. People are going to be like, well, wait a minute now. Uh, I got to sit here and sweat so this asshole can drive his electric car around. That's, that's just, just, it's not going to go. Um, New York, I mean, California needs to get enough power to take care of their state, their current population comfortably with power they can sell off. And then, uh, and then, then they can start bringing in electric cars. And by the way, Californians, if y'all are listening tonight, did you know your state sells 25% of its power to other states, including, yes. guess what, in Nevada? Uh, yes. So 25% of your precious electricity, California, is going to the. Mm-hmm. Uh, just thought y'all should know that. Oh yeah, it's, it's a fact. Deal with it. The, the <laughs> mountain diaries every year. Uh, well, they're not the only ones. All the stupid states do the same thing. You mean down here? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sure Maryland sells some to its border states. I'm sure Pennsylvania sells to its border states. It does. It makes sense if you if you can't if you can't use it all, you know, sell it. Yeah, the South decided, I don't know, like 30 or 40 years ago, they said, you know what? Screw this. We're going to build nuclear power plants. And that's what they did. Yeah, no, we got lots of, we sell, we sell power all yeah. over the place. Yeah, we got, it's also why our power is cheaper than everybody else's because just well, where I live the, right now. It's also the cleanest, too. It is. No emissions. Well, as long as it doesn't explode, yes. Well, it really, no true. carbon emissions. It, it, it's, it's kind of hard to blow up a nuclear power plant unless it's in, in, on, done on purpose. But it's, um, Right now, where from where I live, in seventy-five miles in each direction, there's at least one nuclear power plant. Uh, so, and so that means New Orleans and um, Atlanta and most of the big cities around here are getting their electricity from a new nuclear power plant. A lot of the rural areas are. It's 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 a nice and like Waterford, Taft's been down there. It's forty, yeah, it's forty forty four years old. It's a great plant. Supplies all kind of information. Makes and you know what? Every job on the plant is high paying. Even the guy who sweeps up the freaking grounds making $35 an hour. Um, yes. Well, you do have to have a security clearance to, to work on one, but you don't have to have a great one just if you're working in the yard and stuff like that. You, they do background checks on you. Yes, they do. Sorry. 
But other than that, it's a good job, and you're not going to get a radius. <laughs> Idiots. Wow. Pennsylvania has nine nuclear power facilities. There you generates go. About 40, and generates almost half, 40% of the state's power needs. See, that's that's what you need. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'd rather see us go, you know, the cold way, but we haven't got quite there yet. And eventually we will, and then we'll switch. We'll switch from one fusion to fission to fusion or fusion to fission, whichever the hell it is. And uh, we'll, we'll switch over and then – we won't have to worry about nuclear radiation or any of that shit anymore. Well, and they're also talking about that quantum style of, of power generation, which they call a zero point module or zero point energy or zero point. Uh, I don't know what else they call it. Zero point waves, gravity, some kind of energy that's a quantum type of we, we don't have the computers yet capable of making such a thing. But it, it's a uh, basically an un uh, unused. I mean, you can't just you can't. You can't use it all is what I'm trying to get at. It's a, it's a forever power source. Once you get these zero-point modules, they last. They'll power a house for until the sun explodes. Well, I know I know we're close on two different forms of power right now, and we haven't even started talking about fusion. Yeah, well, cold fusion, yeah, but we haven't even started talking about helium-3 yet. So, I mean, we have several other options to go besides nuclear power, which is nuclear power is great. Fission's great. Um, it, it works good, and as long as you handle it and take care of it, it's good to do. Uh, so you go to fusion, we'll switch over and probably, we'll probably start switching. I would figure about 50 years, maybe 75 years, we'll start switching over. Um, and then we'll go from there and we'll phase out the old plants for the new plants, which will be cleaner and better and all around just making tons of power. Mm-hmm. Now, should we share that power with everybody else? Should we share it with the Russians and the Chinese? And- the power? Yes. The technology? No. Hmm. I guess you're right. We can. I guess we can just give them the power, not the technology. Man, that means running massive electric lines across the ocean, though. <laughs> or maybe we can uh, even up the space and just, me back down. Not necessarily. I just saw a blurb on. Uh, I don't know which news page. I've forgotten now. Um, but they successfully transmitted power from a satellite to the Earth to power something. I didn't read the whole article. Um, I didn't have time to, but. Um, I'm sure we could probably find it and read it, <clears throat> but it, that could be part of it. We could develop the technology to not only uh, create nonstop energy, but also, you know, transmit it, you know, on a meter, <laughs> make some money across the globe. Say, you Chinese, we, we give you electricity half price, half price, mm-hmm. man. No, we give it to you half price. No, what? They what probably won't go for it because we can always turn it off, you know, when it's like, before they, they declare yes, war. Yes, oh, you were bad. Xi Jinping, were you bad? Were you were you naughty this week? Watch this flip. Oh, Beijing don't have no lights. Yeah, we, that's, we love that's, something, that's something we would absolutely do too. That's you know, you damn right. Oh, yeah, no, without question. Mm. We'd be like that little midget guy in in Mad Max Thunderdome. Embargo on. <laughs> anyway, we 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 gotta take a break, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to news on the flip side with these whoever these crazy guys that have joined me are tonight. I'm not even sure who they are. Some some weirdo up here at the top. Yes. I just hit this link and pop, I he's in here, he's you know? he's Ganja Joe and we got, we got Mad Mad Sean on the bottom down here. No, I'm sweet and innocent. I'm gonna tell y'all talking about. I I am so innocent when snow when snow gets around me it even goes whiter. What <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm being honest, people. Just because y'all can't handle the truth. <laughs> Here is the driven slush. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
what was that, Chris? No, we'll be back in a couple of seconds. <laughs> You're listening to News on the Flip Side on the United Public Radio with Sean, Joe, and Jay. I hope y'all are enjoying it, and we will be right, maybe right back. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Don't know where it goes, but it's only me and I walk along. I walk this empty street on the boulevard of broken dreams. Where the city sleeps and I'm the only one and I walk along. I walk alone, I walk alone I walk alone, I walk up My shadow's the only one that walks beside me My shadow heart's the only thing that's beating Sometimes I wish someone up there will find me I'm walking down the line that divides me somewhere in my mind On the borderline of the edge and where I walk along Between the lines, what's stuffed up and everything's alright Check my vital signs and know I'm still alive and I walk alone I walk alone, I walk alone I walk alone, I walk up My shadow's only one that walks beside me my shallow heart's the only thing that's beating. Sometimes I wish someone up there will find me. Till then I walk This empty street on the boulevard of broken dreams Where the city sleeps and I'm the only one And I walk up My shadow's the only one that walks beside me My shadow's the only one that walks beside me 
Okay, man, that was a little mellow. How did we slip that in there like that? You're yeah. freezing me. You're freezing me, man. Don't you freeze me, you freak. <laughs> don't He's you not. freeze. I don't oh, find him there. very Oh, there hard. I am. Uh, no, we just on break, people. No, y'all might as well get used to stations. going to be bringing back breaks and rolls and all kind of lovely, fun stuff in the future. Um, that was Green Day. I'm not sure how Green Day slipped in on. Usually, just a little mellow for this show, but... No, y'all can listen to it. Actually, yeah, I was, was looking. Say, I was like Joe. I thought you. Had I know. Music. <laughs> so, I don't know how that on? got in there. I'm not even know where I came. Actually, I was looking for Machine Head, and it was a particular <laughs> song I was looking for. An oldie goldie song from Machine Head, which I cannot freaking remember the title for nothing. Um, so, what do you mean? Do I like Machine Head? It's probably before your time there, Brucey Woozy. Were you like twelve? Um, yes, Machine <laughs> Head goes back a few years, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah. They uh, no, they they still make current music, but this is a particular song I like. They do for some reason I can't remember the topic of it. Well, I, I got I got weird taste, so I can have very mellow taste. Nah, and then I do like a lot of mm, hard hard rock. Might not quite cover the genre. Uh, I just punk rock. Well, uh, not that covers a lot of ground, though. I mean, you're talking the kinks or punk rock. I mean, there's all kinds of... I do, I do. Well, there are some songs that are, I guess, that are punk that I like, but I'm not, I'm not... You know, pierce my nose, my lips, and my nipples, and go to the far end. How about how about the band band Art of Noise? You ever heard of them? Oh, wait a minute. I got to... Okay. So there was a place on Oak Street in, in New Orleans called Colors. Okay, Colors is it was it's not anymore because something else owns it now. Was a punk bar, and uh, you couldn't come in the club unless both nipples were pierced. And get if if they weren't, they would do them at the door for you for free. Yeah, there was, Ow. yes, yes, yes. I'm not kidding, male and female. Yes. That doesn't sound very hygienic. That's what I said. Yeah, I said, I said, you know what? I said, I'm going down to Bourbon Street where I thought they were crazy. Apparently, <laughs> not as crazy as y'all are. No, it's a true story, people. I'm, I'm serious. There's a lot of weird shit goes on in New Orleans. That's all I can tell y'all. If, if you nose around and start walking in all different clubs, sooner or later, you're going to walk into like the twilight. So I'm not kidding. It's it's weird. It's, it's weird. Oh, yeah. But, but it's fun. It's, you know, just be careful. That's all I got to say. Mardi Gras over. It's peace and quiet down here. It is now Lent for us. We, we're all angelic. Like no meat yeah, on Fridays. <laughs> no, no meat on Fridays. What do you mean? Did I eat meat today? Uh, oh, shit, I did. Damn it. I ate pizza. Damn it. Oh, I ate a hamburger, too. Son of a bitch. Uh, and now you got me cursing, people. See, three sins in one day. Good thing I'm not Christian. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, y'all fell right into that, didn't y'all? Um, I did see that the Ukrainian blew up and or not. I don't think they sunk it, but blew up another ship in the Black Sea. Nice. But, I mean, I'm confused about Russia. I, I mean, Putin. I know Putin's not stupid. I mean, really. I know he's a conniving, evil bastard. Stupid just doesn't fit him. So does he just keep sailing them in there? Because are they insured? I mean, what the freak is going on here? I mean, it's like I, seven. I'm confused. I, 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 I actually kind of feel bad for Putin. I, I do too. I shouldn't. He's like this. He's like this evil genius in tar, in charge of like all these morons. Right. Yeah. You know, all these guys are all corrupt. They're so it's just like like Biden's just the opposite. He's got like you know like the entire power of the United States military, which is the finest military organization that has ever the world. existed. And uh, you know, it's just the, I don't know. I mean, if they put Putin in, I mean, it would be a bad thing. But if they put Putin in charge, we'd probably probably control the world within a year. But I don't know. Uh, I, he's he is, um, and that's the thing. So. I think we're up to 13 generals dead in the Ukraine now. Now, it's not that America hasn't lost generals on the front lines. They have. Not many, but they have. Um, I can't currently think of any right offhand, but I know Patton came close to getting killed. And, um, and you know, what's funny, like Storm and Norman. Remember, y'all remember Storm and Norman doing Desert Storm? Yeah, he, was one of the best, yeah. he was one of the best things to watch. He about to top the tank. We're going to take this. I'm like, dude, you know there's enemies over there, right? He's just so bitch take give a crap. He's a, uh, oh no, this, this guy was insane, people. He, I, well, he might have been grandstanding from CNN. I'm not saying he wasn't, but he was still in enemy territory doing it. So, yeah. I mean, you're standing on, on the top of an Avery, which everything in the planet wants to blow up at this very moment. And you're like, yeah, let's go kill somebody. <laughs> like, and you wonder why the Iraqis started running immediately. I would be too. Did you see that crazy American? American is crazy, man. We don't want to mess. Let's just leave now. Let's give up our guns. What Iran? I, I, I'll tell y'all this: If we get into a war with Iran, we will we will have acid pretty over Iran in less than a week, guaranteed. Uh, we will take all their AAA out in less than a month, guaranteed. And when we start rolling troops in, Iran will start surrendering within a month. By the by, the first tank that hits their ground, within thirty days, they'll have, we'll have surrendered. No, because you forgot. It took Iran six months. I mean, Iraq six months. You already forgot. Iran kicked. Iraq kicked Iran's ass um, and pretty badly. So we kicked Iraq pretty damn bad, and they kicked Iran pretty damn bad. So it's it's, it's going to kind of be like this Ukrainian-Russian thing. Um, no, we're not going to play with them. America, we've learned. Vietnam taught us a very, very valuable lesson. Don't ep around when we're going to war. Go in. Take the territory and be done with it. Afghanistan, we were content what we took. We were over there re-educating people, giving women freedoms, screwing the whole country up because we planned because Joe Biden stuck his foot right up everyone's ass all at the same time. Do you realize that this man stuck his foot up every woman and man and child's ass in Afghanistan? At the same time, he was firmly planting his other foot in every person in the military's ass all at the same time, along with giving terrorists. How many billions of dollars in shit? Six billion. Four, four pallets of hard currency in twenties and hundred dollar bills only. Uh, I, I, I just, and then you wonder why we all are like cringing at the fact that we could be at war with this guy in charge. What do you mean, Kirby? It is no. All right, let me explain how this works. There can be an election during a war. Don't believe that bullshit. Okay, the only way there would not be a, a real election during a war is like if we were at in World War Three. 
I'm telling you, that's the only way because they uh, constitutionally they couldn't. But Congress, if we had somebody like in butt face running the country, could come in and remove them and vote on a choice of their own to put in his place. That would normally be um, if you remove the president and the it's the um, Speaker of the House is third. Nobody's letting Kamala do anything. No. If we're at war, Kamala, she'll probably be locked up in a tower somewhere. We'll probably send her to England and tell them lock her ass up in a tower somewhere. Um, but no. Joe, her pronouns are she, her. Good. Maybe she'll find a she, her up in a tower with her. And uh, it'll be a good, good love thing going. I mean, the other day, and I, you know, I, I tried not to do this. I mean, we talked about this in last week's show, but. So I went, I've been listening to stuff. She sounds like she's slurring when she's speaking. I think she's she's catching a buzz on Air Force Two. I really do. And she's all like, yeah. And um, yes. And, well, I mean, America, Biden slurs his words. He sounds and, drunk all the time, too. So and it wouldn't make black people have the right. And, you know, it's like she takes a word out of every sentence and says it or something. I, it's it's. And I thought Biden was the moron. <laughs> he ain't got nothing on her. <laughs> What's that, Janine? Um, no, y'all need to come in the other room. Yes. No, Michelle's on my ass about letting y'all stay over here in, in Messenger. You go, go, you go argue with Michelle. Um, she's the queen. Man. No, I'm the emperor. She's the queen. What do you mean? Who's the king? There ain't no damn king. I kicked him in his ass and fired him. No, <laughs> <laughs> emperors bring higher than kings. I'm sorry, man. It's just how it works. <sighs> Have y'all never played Dungeons and Dragons? What's wrong with you people? Uh, Stephanie, I was just teasing. I have never played Dungeons and Dragons in my entire life. And don't tell that to anybody because I, I work with a lot of nerdy, geeky people and they'll get upset with me. Uh, no, well, come on. Um, I like and am friends with one of the gods of Dungeons and Dragons, the one of the guys who's done most of the dragon work in Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Larry Elmore. Yes. Um, we're now friends. We've, we've hung out for three years together. <laughs> he's, he's crazier than I am. Two things. He's crazier than I am, and he can talk more than I did. Shit. <laughs> that's that's an you know amazing. What he did before he, he, still, he was drawing dragons for. Mm. Uh, I know he told me, but I probably forgot. He was at Fort Knox drawing. Like, oh, yeah. I do remember that. The army. I do remember yeah. that. He's. um. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're a Dungeon Dragons fan, uh, you'll know who Larry Elmore is. You might. He's he's got a lot of other famous artwork. He's got a lot of pieces out. He's sold over the years. He's he's very comfortable. But um, I know him from Writers of the Future. That's where I've met him at. And we've partied together and hung out together and told stories together and tortured the winners. <laughs> yes, we did. We tortured the winners because um, these guys are fun to hang out with. Dude. He's a great so dude. So I was yeah. Well, so I was hanging out with him, Tom Wood. And uh, the two of us and one of the one of the newbies uh, that wanted a job. And uh, there were some great stories that night. And then the next night it was it was Tom and I and Larry and um, oh Echo Chernick, which I love her to death. Uh, these are all illustrators. None of these are writers, people. Yeah, these these are just all illustrators. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah, we had to use sign there. Shh, I'm getting in trouble. A lot of other good stories. I keep getting sidetracked. What was this? Wait, who sent me this? What is this? States. A new number of operational nuclear power plants in the United States in 2023 by state. Really? Well, what is this? Why, why don't I see it? Last time I checked, it was 104, but it's probably come down from there. 
Well, it's, I don't think it's giving me a whole number. It's just, okay, so Illinois has six. South Carolina has four. Pennsylvania has four. New York has three. Carolina has three. North Carolina does. Louisiana has I two. Sort of think we had nine. Three. Yeah, these are operational ones. It doesn't mean you don't have other uh, ones there. It just says these are in operation right at the moment. We have one operational uh, one in California, Diablo County. And, they, and uh, New Jersey, two. Minnesota, two. All these are two. You got Georgia, New Jersey, Minnesota, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, Michigan, Texas, Florida. All got two. Alabama got two. Missouri, one. Nebraska, one. New Hampshire, one. Shit in the hands. That's probably more than enough for me in the Hampshire. Hey, how about, how about this? Which states don't have a nuclear power plant? In uh, I, I don't know. Let's see. Wisconsin. Let's see if we can Nebraska, find that. Kansas City, Maryland. Look it up. Washington and California and Mississippi and Arkansas all have one. Uh I don't, you know, they say they show you all the states, but they don't give you a total number. I mean, sometimes you you just got to wonder who put some of this shit together. People, when I do stats, I do them in a much better way than this. Oh, no, we got some polls and we got some that. So I own the American Polling Company and this, these are the years. I don't always run it up all the time because some of the stuff I'm just not interested on the planet. But during election system season, I like to use it. I usually put it on one of the websites or put it on Facebook. And I've been asking a lot of questions lately and, and really... So far, my the um, the one when I had asked, it was uh, twenty one thousand people took it, saying well, I had asked, "Do you think uh, what's going on with Donald Trump is political versus guilt?" And seventy seven percent said political, which is the same stat that CNN and NPR got. Um, the country's just tired of it. Even the Democrats are kind of like this is bullshit. And you want to? Oh, and then something about one of the states uh, faked the letter on who won. Uh, where the hell was it? I have to go find that. Okay. So yeah, by by the way, there there are as of August first, twenty twenty three. This is according to the Energy Information Administration. There are there were fifty four commercially operating nuclear power plants, with ninety three nuclear power reactors in twenty eight states. So twenty eight states, it looks like. Mm. All the cool states. Last time I checked, it was like 104 reactors. So yeah, just, well, they've been not building new ones. We're shutting them down. No, we've been shutting them down. But GE recently, my um, one of my nephews is a, a, a generator designer for GE. Actually, he's way up there now. He started out as a generator designer. But um, he said that they had an order for 16 new power plants, nuclear power plants, uh, generation systems. Now, when he, I asked him, I said, are they all in the United States? Because you know GE's worldwide, so they do they put yeah. in, but eight of them are in the U.S. And he said four of them in states that never had nuclear power before. He didn't tell he wouldn't tell me who that states were or any of the states because I was bugging the crap out of him about it. He's like, you're just going to your radio show and talk about it, which is right or whatever. So, um, what's that, Frankie? No, I mean Louisiana's got two, uh, Mississippi's got one, and they're all within, like I said, about seventy five miles of where I live right now. There is a retired one, probably about seventy-five miles from where I live right now, too. I don't know why they retired it; they just retired it. No one ever said why. Probably stress. Usually, when a power plant gets retired like that, it's usually because it's kind of usually stress and maybe uh, the water table lines or the tanks or uh, maybe where the deuterium is stored, maybe going out. It's just it, there's a, there's several reasons why you can you can retire one. And uh, Michael. T- it, Helium-3 is found on the moon in an abundance that could support this planet for probably 10,000 years. 
oh yeah, eventually we'd get it all off and the moon would have a nice clean surface with no dust left on it. Uh, wouldn't it, that be interesting? It, it probably power the power the, the planet until the point where we no longer need that because we found a newer, better power source. It's clean. It doesn't pollute. It's another good power source. But guys, hydrogen is also see. I don't understand why. Okay, we were going towards hydrogen. California was like, yeah, hydrogen, yeah, hydrogen. I'm like, go Cali, go, man. And then some jackass in a Democratic person, we need electric. You know, I wonder if Tesla got like paid this guy. So, you know, Elon, I love you, dude, but sometimes I wonder about you, my friend. Uh, speaking of that, on a, just a just completely shift here, uh, they had to deorbit a couple of hundred Tesla, I mean, a couple of hundred uh, uh, Starlink satellites today. Um, yes. So I, I know he can't be something about uh, it was a really bad malfunction. So when we get by the story, I'll check it, tell you all about it. Was but, it a malfunction or was it a whole... test on trying to get Russian, uh, Russian missiles out of the air? No, it was, uh, well, you know, hold you on. hear about Mike Turner's, Mike Turner's announcement uh-uh. about this se- severe national security threat related to Russia and space. Is that is this related to that? Do you think? Oh, I, I it's no telling. I know I got the article somewhere. Let me see if I can find. It. See, that's the Russian warship, Navy aircraft. Uh, Michigan's the one that screwed up the certification on the election. Well, ancient <laughs> what underwater structure? We're going to talk about that. Uh, Iran, Putin, uh, SpaceX. Here we go. <clears throat> All right, uh, major design flaw and forces SpaceX to deorbit hundreds of its satellites. Uh, it says, uh, continue to, co- co- to commit their self to safety and make sure everything they put in space is safe and will not come back to Earth and hurt anyone. Uh, they are going to deorbit these satellites. Meaning they're going to drop them in the ocean? I guess. Oh, they'll probably burn up there. I don't think they're big enough to get all the way through, but they'll probably burn up. And uh, it's not even affecting the stock market. Look at that. Look at that, huh? Probably made their stocks go up. <laughs> it's well, I, I do have faith in Elon. You know, he is, he does like to shoot off the hip and he likes to play it fast. I'm not, I'm not going to hate on him for that, but uh, you know, you don't get anywhere without taking chances. Is this a video one? Oh, let's see. Hold on. Maybe we can see this. Where are we? Let's, uh, let's go see if we can find this right quick. What do you mean? Yes, I have. I have a yeah, man. I love Elon. I just wish you would. Um, what do you mean? No, I. Oh no, I, I don't have it on this. Go ahead. So this is verbatim what uh, Chairman Tur- Mike Turner said. So he's on the uh, House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. So today, the, the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has made available to all members of Congress information concerning a serious national security threat. I'm requesting that President Biden declassify all information relating to this threat so that Congress, the administration, and our allies can openly discuss the actions necessary to respond to this threat. That's it. So there's one narrative that suggests that he just put this out to get the House to vote on that bloated Ukrainian bill. Yeah. But there's yeah, there's another uh, narrative that suggests it's related to UAP stuff. And then there's another narrative that could be related to the first narrative, which is that the Russians deployed some capability in space that was concerning. So, but the Russians have always been developing capabilities in space, like satellites. Yes, which we which like we we should well we're supposed so, to have something up there right now. It's supposed to be a satellite hunter. 
Uh, it said these from God, right? Like, yeah, that, rocks, that, right? That, that's that's to kill people. That's not to kill other satellites. Yeah, that's, that's point at Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. these are these are. It says these are earlier versions. Uh, SpaceX has it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know about all that. Starlink satellites. Um, yeah, this is the earlier versions of the Starlink satellites that they're deorbiting. It's uh, it's just a design flaw, so they're taking them down. It, and they said it did everything they expected it to do and work, but something, there's just something about it. They just want to take it down. No telling. Uh, it's going to, maybe it's going to go ape shit or maybe it's hackable. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the Russians hacked it. Maybe so. That could possibly be what it is. I bet you. I, bet uh, you, I mean, who knows, but I bet you that's credible. That's a credible. Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if this says anything here. Let's see if the I can timing's get this. The kind of weird, right? The, the timing, they said they, they, they were bringing it down on Thursday, something like that. Yeah, it's uh, we'll, when I go back, we'll, we'll see. Maybe we can hear it here. Let me let me find us. I don't lost us all together here. Yeah, the time yeah. is kind of kind of odd, right? It is kind of Oddly odd. Coincide maybe maybe that. maybe they didn't have a choice, or maybe they they yeah maybe they found something that because you know they're not going to chance. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean the Russians could probably could hack into it and use it to observe locations on the you know. In the U.S. Or, uh, or, or they could use it to knock our satellites or our own moon, our yeah. own our own equipment out. So yeah, we can't be letting our own stuff. So anyway, let's see if we can hear this. There's uh, a part right now at 4:30. It's absolutely unprecedented, actually. Two launches on our space coast, only hours apart. Next, when you can expect to hear a sonic boom. The launch window for the first oh of you ass launches is coming up. Well, they showed you the wrong thing. 30 tonight. Good afternoon. I'm Greg Warman. Busy afternoon. I'm Darlene Jones. The second one is scheduled for 1.05 early tomorrow morning. That's less than eight hours apart. Channel 9's Brevard County reporter Melanie Holt is live in Brevard County. And Mel, this is part of what's expected to be a busy year for our Space Coast. And darling, it already is. We've already seen our first crewed launch of the year. And tonight, SpaceX will launch NASA's second commercial lunar mission of the year. And this evening, if all goes as planned, all of us out here on the causeway will get a chance to see a national security launch. A national Space security launch? Look, look, look at this shit. This, well, this is just fell right Space in our lap. Station. The U.S. Space Force mission will launch two satellites for the Missile Defense Agency and four satellites for the Space Development Agency into Earth orbit. Yeah, so they could. only announced this in the last day. It wasn't even on the schedule. You gotta be kidding me, man. There were some suspicions, but nobody really knew anything until uh, the Mariners' notices were put out. We do know the launch, which includes missile warning satellites, is focused on strengthening America's capabilities in space. Yeah, this is probably related. It's got to be related. Oh, yes, most definitely. PM. After the launch, SpaceX will pivot to its intuitive machines mission. The commercial lunar lander will launch from the Kennedy Space Center. Our primary payloads on this mission and on our subsequent missions are contracted through the Commercial Lunar Payload Services CLIPS program out of NASA, which is kind of an evolution of commercial cargo, commercial crew, and now commercial lunar logistics. Intuitive Machines' Nova Sea Lunar Lander, named Odysseus, will carry several NASA and commercial payloads to the lunar surface. It would be the first commercial lander to do so. The other part about just landing on the moon, the physics is very tough. Um, we're headed out um, orders of magnitude greater than low Earth orbit, right, to get to the moon. 
And as you can see for yourself out here, these crowds already starting to gather off the causeway to see the well, first of two launches that we may see over the next few hours. Now, that first window, as you mentioned, opened that was, at 5 you know, p.m. I, I don't think we could have planned that like that, uh, what we were talking about, and that ended up being the clip we heard. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all weren't paying attention, we were actually talking about uh, SpaceX having to deorbit some of its older satellites, and Sean was mentioning something that was going on um, the government, and then all of a sudden, here comes this. Uh, Space Command is putting up, well, satellites to watch, I think, the Russians and the Chinese. Mm, I mean, we couldn't have planned it better. I mean, just weren't. Yes, that was, and that was sure accident, ladies and gentlemen. It just happens sometimes. Um, I don't know. It's called correlating. Just co we're just correlating data. We're not. They, they just. It just. It just. That looks bad. I mean, you start thinking. Okay, so obviously we either heard something or seen something we didn't like. Um, so we're putting up stuff. So the DOJ is putting up stuff, which is kind of weird. Uh, not the. Uh, the uh, not the DOJ, sorry, it's the Department of Justice wrong group. <laughs> I, w I wouldn't be surprised. Well, I wouldn't either. But uh, Space <laughs> Command, anyway, all, all that goes under DARPA and all that belongs to Space Command now. So uh, Space Command controls all of that. You know, when Trump put it together, everybody said, oh, it's a joke, Space Command. Nobody liked the name of it. And they were going back to that stupid uh, puppet cartoon from way back in the day and stuff. And I was laughing. And I was like, well, no, we need something for space. I mean, obviously, that's where we're going. And uh, so now they threw all these pro projects that used to be all out on their own, running loose, spending trillions of dollars, billions yeah. of dollars. And well, uh, now the they're Air all under one place. Probably dumped money on fighters, right? Yeah. And and I'm sure if through successive administrations, they're like, guys, you got you to gotta focus on space, focus on space. And then just kept plowing money into these fighters. So Well, I know, I know DARPA and Space Command right now are working on a uh, – no, it's not. It's uh, no, Chris. No, it's not a low Earth atmosphere. Actually, going to space. It's a fighter that can go to space. So is the Air Force, by the way, or they have somebody working on one. They're both looking for jets now that can go into space and maneuver in space, and then come back down uh, and take care of business. So they call multimedia or multi 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 atmosphere craft. Right. They need to develop craft that can do not only that, but also go in and out of the water, uh, because we have we have seen you know UFOs with capabilities that they can jet into our atmosphere from outer space come into the inner atmosphere jump into the ocean and nothing seems to stop them so I mean, that's that's the, that's the goal not just space being able to take your spacecraft and fly into a volcano fly through the sun fly through an atmosphere and into space that's the spacecraft i want to be in yeah, like quad medium travel basically that's, yeah. that's what, like, <laughs> oh, that means well so wait it's that's gonna like do all that research is called and then it's gonna jump interdimensional so and then time see man it's all we want the tardis man look you can't have the tardis that's that's doctor who man that's all TARDIS is pretty badass man tardis go in the water tardis going to space tardis trying to be a spaceship it's kind of ugly. And when it works, it doesn't always look like an old English phone box either. Yes, but you can only you only can see that in the old episodes. You can't see that in the new ones. Uh, oh, actually, Donnie, you can go back in the old episode. There are episodes where the TARDIS is not the blue box. Yes, I know. Isn't that shocking? I know. And, and guess what? They visit Gallifrey a lot too. So uh, be prepared. And it was also a lot of times black and white. Well, yeah, if you got to go all the way back to the first Doctor for that though. I'm part of the second doctor, <coughs> but all of it can be colorized now. But anyway, um, what do you mean we're moving to the moon? We are moving to the moon. Elon Musk and NASA want to build, um, I'm going to use their word, a neighborhood. 
The community, I think, was the word, yeah. wouldn't it? No, they they use well, they may use community, but they use neighborhood. I think they were trying to go for uh, what was his name on TV, the PBS guy, um, in, in the neighborhood. No, 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 no. The guy, the, the oh, king. Oh, oh, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. Beautiful I think that's name. what they were. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think I think that's what they were trying to go for as a Mr. Rogers theme, and um, you know something like out of the fifties, sixties, something like that. They wanted to. Um, I guess they're going to go up there and mine helium three and explore and see what they can find and get into. But you know, as soon as we land a, a group there, how many of we do China and Russia are not going to be far behind. And you never know India and the UK might decide to get into it. Lately, the UK has been kind of hitting around about space travel, but to UK smarter, they called Elon Musk. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think they're just going to Elon Musk. Well, you How many know, pounds for a ride? <laughs> well, you know, I'm not, I'm not quite sure why there's not a bigger rush towards Blue Horizon, which is on Jeff Bezos' craft. Uh, I mean, he's he's been up in space when he's had civilians up in space in it. I mean, not real high in space, but still in space. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't he have something that goes to the space station too? I thought he had a cargo ship too. Um, I could be wrong. I don't and think then, he does. No. And then Sierra Nevada is designing a, a plane, a space plane, not a shuttle, a space plane, their words, uh, lands and takes off, has control all the way around. It kind of looks like a, um, well, I guess if it wasn't black and white, it probably wouldn't look as bad, but it kind of looks like an effed up shuttle is what it looks like. Uh, we'll, <laughs> really, <coughs> its wings kind of bend up and sweep around and um, it did have that tile look, but I think they're getting away. I think somebody recently leaked a story about NASA. Actually, um, DARPA had came up come up with a paint uh, that will work as good as a heat shield as any t- tiles they've ever used. So we'll find out because that's the only way you're going to be able to put jets in space. You can't load them down with tiles. That's not going to work. Uh, it'll, it'll, they'll, they'll fly like bricks uh, when they come back in the atmosphere. So, I mean, maybe, you know, maybe the tiles out of some super light material. I guess it also help and, and add a bullet shield to them, but I'm thinking, no, you're going to have to either have some kind of electric field <coughs> or you're going to have to have, you know, some kind of shield shield. Some or you're going to have to have some kind of paint that, that can handle Electromagnetic heat. shielding or some sort of barriers that prevent this the hull from melting on the way in. Mm-hmm. Or the glass in the cockpit melting on the way in. Well, yeah, that too. I mean, the glass will go before the metal will. So there's a lot of challenges to this idea, but it's not something I don't think we can't pull off. I really do think we can pull it off. I'm pretty sure we're two-thirds of the way there. So this is a weird thing about our government. Most of the time when you hear something leak, we already are flying at least one or two prototypes or more. So to put this into perspective, uh, the the X-117, we heard about it, and then all of a sudden we were using it in a desert storm. So it had been the first time we heard about it was in, <coughs> I believe it's seventy one or seventy two, and then all of a sudden, I think, I think the first the first time I saw an aircraft model for the um, F one seventeen was, and they had two different versions of it. Uh, one was a Revel model, and one I think was either Monarch or AMT. Um, it was seventy four, and the, the first one was, if you remember, Battle uh, Buck Rogers. All it was was the Buck Rogers space plane from the TV show remodeled and recast in black plastic for one version of the half blue. 
and then the other one was it was more like the have blue model like the, just the look like a candy bar with a jelly face you know what i'm talking about the have blue plane that was the other model that came out in 74. i didn't build either one of them but um i did build the official buck rogers version not the buck rogers f-117 yeah well <laughs> Well, I remember. I remember the first time I ever personally seen an F one seventeen in flight. I was in um, where was I stationed? Uh, oh, I was actually in San Diego. Um, I was out in San Diego. I was just. I was actually um, on harp duty, and harp duty is just when you help the recruiters recruit people. By saying, "Oh yeah, you'll love the Navy. Come on in. You'll love it. Love it. Love it. Just don't worry about boot camp for you know fourteen weeks, uh, but you'll love everything else." Um, <laughs> So anyway, we were uh, we were sent out to there's a Boeing facility in West California. Well, it would be East California from where we were, out close to the Nevada line, and that was the first time I ever seen one fly. It it flew so low it shook the damn um, truck we were in. I was like, look at this shit. What the hell is this? And then when and then of course they had no problem telling us. They told us all about it and what was going on, and because we were going in the facility anyway, we're going to work electronics. Um. It was a, the first time because we we had already came back around, and I was like, I was like, well, this is interesting. Boot camp to Tennessee, then back to California. <clears throat> then now we're out working at a Boeing facility, which is well, I thought I didn't know this was a military facility. What the hell? This looks like a Boeing facility to me. This is a cool facility. So you can you can there's pictures of it. There's sometimes it'll it when you look at it, it's pretty much just looks like a desert. And uh, a little little mini mountain and shit. And then um, every now and then you'll see this this white thing that comes out of the ground. It's it's shaped like a, a, a spy or something, and it'll have a wing on it. It's a test. It's a wing test. It's a speed thing that they test these wings in different motions and different shapes. I have no idea where the wind is actually coming from because I guarantee there's not enough wind sweeping across the little field to do anything to the wing. Uh, but it's really cool. So that's the first time. So we're pulling down as we get by this thing. This thing's way up in the sky. I'm like, what the hell? Anyway, so we, we, we're driving along, and there's a little road down. It starts to, to curve down like this, and as it does, it just becomes wider and wider and wider and wider. It was wide enough that two B-52s wingtip to wingtip could drive down it. <clears throat> so you drive down. It's on an arc, and it bends over, and there's a big door. Uh, there's many doors that open, and there's one big door, a hangar door, that can open up. And uh, it drives down into the side of the mountain. And that's where you do all your work and everything's in there. There's all kinds of facilities in there. Uh, I mean, there's, yeah, maybe so, but I'm not breaking any rules, Gus. But there's all kinds of facilities in there. They're doing all kinds of stuff down there, testing all kinds of shit. We were there to do certain types of electronics for radar systems, but um, uh, what they call intense radar, high beam. It's a high beam radar. It's 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 the kind of radar that actually technically could melt through metal and stuff like that drive you insane if it hits you basically barbecue you instantly if it hit you um but we were there for a while and then we got sent back to um duty on the nimitz i was like yeah this is interesting it's so one thing that when you went when you got when i got it i said i never thought about that when i when i got into advanced avionics and electronics i never thought that i might actually be working on projects that could be that interesting i thought okay i'll just be on the nimitz jumping around fixing planes fixing missiles fixing the reactor room you know shit like that uh, <clears throat> there's several times they send us out on stuff like that. Uh, they just like, oh, well, we got a problem. We want y'all to go rework this. So they'd send like two of us techs and an engineer and say, okay, y'all go figure it out. It was interesting stuff. Spooky, but interesting. 
Uh, what's that, Jimmy? No, no. All that shit I've worked on was like 35 years ago. It's, they ain't worried about that. It's, it's either working now or going. <laughs> it's not still around. And I know before anybody asked, I didn't see any spacecraft in the uh, Boeing facility. I have to say that, so sorry. No no craft in a Boeing facility. No craft at Area 51 either, by the way. Yes. Yes, I've been in Area 51. No, I've been in Area 51. Not at the gate. I've been to the gate too, but I've been in Area 51. Figure that one out. Mm-hmm. I've also given testimony to Congress. Figure that out. Who and whatever am I really? Am I an alien? No. Uh, I'm just another asshole on the planet. Um <laughs> No, I was on the Nimitz. I was on the, I was, Old Salty is not the ship, it's the reactor. Yeah, everybody always thinks when they hear the word Old Salty, it's supposed to be a description of Nimitz, but it's actually a reactor on a Nimitz. That's what its name was. Old Salty. Mm-hmm. I always thought if I went down there, I wasn't going to have kids. No, I'm not kidding, y'all, man. We had to wear these little badges. On certain parts of the ship, we always had to wear these little pink badges. And if they turn like turquoise, you got a lot of radiation. You probably are in deep shit. And uh, so you're supposed to pay attention to them because they, they have two other colors ahead of time. You're supposed to haul ass if you see them. No, i never seen anything get discharged. But um, I was working tandem with, with another crew. Um, and when we had, a, uh, I forgot what to call it, the cooling system locked up. And all these bells and whistles went off and the PA comes on. <laughs> They start screaming. Yeah, you know, they're supposed to be real calm about it and tell you, uh, relieve the area, blah, blah, blah. Get the fuck out of there, man. <laughs> That's all you heard, man. And we're like, what? You see a bunch of guys just scrambling out. No, nobody gets sick or dead or hurt anything. It was it was interesting. I mean, it's it, it you know, Sean's been in the service. I mean, to be honest with you, the service can be fun, it can be interesting, but no one tells you it's gonna be safe. I mean, they pretty much tell you when you join. You know, you do have a chance, even though we're not at war, to get killed. <laughs> so seriously, uh, I've seen some people get really. I've seen a couple people in the Navy on the ships get killed, and I've seen I've seen a guy get squished to a hangar. You ought to, you should have loved that one. Yes, that's why we used to have these pins we used to put in the seats before we got it. He hung his foot on the um, ejector strap and shot him up through the ceiling. Because if he didn't put the pins in, so if he leaned over and slid the two pins in, and then got in the cockpit, even if he would have hit the switch, it just would have stayed there. It would have smoked him out, probably caught the damn plane on fire. Uh, but uh, he wouldn't got killed. No, it's 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 dangerous. I, I pancaked my Humvee. I was standing <laughs> outside on the fifty cal, and it went whoop, and I you know I, I ducked in. I was reported dead because it happened so fast. It looked like it was. I pancaked, but I just dropped down, you know, grabbed the fire extinguisher and then evacuated the vehicle. It was fine. Not a scratch. I think we broke like the, one of the, uh, what you call it, rear view mirrors. That's about it. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I always tell people, you know, if you're going, it's, it, just because we're not at war, don't mean you won't get messed up. Um, a good friend of mine, matter of fact, was in the army, screwing around, tank, and I don't know what they did. Uh, something he was, they were bitching about something. Oh, he told me the story, something about, um, they were bitching because something about the tips of the, the shells weren't done right. And they were scared a certain way. If you hit it a certain way, well, they hit it. And it's, it was about, uh, it's probably a 20 cal round, whatever it was. It ricocheted through the tank, killed one guy, screwed up him and the other guy pretty good. He penetrated him four times, uh, before it stopped. I'm like, what kind of round were you, what was this? 
I said, I, I said, what the hell? What? I, I mean, how or how small was the inside of the area they were in? I guess it didn't necessarily have to be that big of a charge if they were in a small area. I mean, but how many bounces can you get before the show lodges or hits something? Or uh, I was confused. I was just confused by the whole thing. Uh, but he got a purple heart, and Dean got a purple heart. I knew both of them, and um, he said they had been bitching about it for uh, like two years. He said this is going to get somebody killed sooner or later. And sure enough, it did. And and guess what? Did the army give a shit? No. Uh, you got guys the, losing eyes because they think it's real funny to like blast each other with high pressure hoses. Oh, I know, man. Off with, like just you know, you got, you got Joe, you got Joe out there, GI Joe, just doing. This will be funny. <laughs> the next thing you know, somebody loses an eye. So yeah, well, you just tell you, people, we're sitting there one day. I'm sitting on the on the on the um hanger deck on this hanging my feet over over where the water is and the ship is cycling um it's cycling so some of the fuel it carries it, it's mixed with water for ballast so it has these high pressure <clears throat> they spin real fast and some centrifuges that separate the water from the fuel so it's shooting the water out the side i don't know probably at probably at 15 or 20k and this guy says i said dude if your finger touches that you lost your fingers and I said, if you get your hand caught in it, it's just going to drag you off the ship and into the ocean. You go. And since you're so close to the rear props, guess what? You're sharp. Yeah, you're, yeah and, uh, <laughs> you're chum. <laughs> I said, I said, well, he said, oh, no, no. So he went, he didn't believe me. I said, well, I said, before you're stupid, go get a stick or something. So he stuck the stick in it. It took the stick. <laughs> he was like, okay, dude, I get the point. I'm like, so I actually talked to my, um, my captain, a uh, flight captain, I said, look, dude, can we put like a big red thing around this? It says danger. Keep your dumb ass fingers from me. He said, Joe, you can't word it like that, but yes, you can, uh, you can put it on there. So well, we, we did. We have posters. Cause I'm sure you had the same thing where you're not supposed to wear jewelry and rings and stuff like that when you're operating heavy machinery, but they, they would have this poster where they would just show like a guy's hand and it would yep. have like his ring finger literally and then just like all the all the skin and this is just like climbing if you're climbing a tank and all your weight <clears throat> gets caught on that thing you'll slip the flesh off of your finger so well, that's what made me quit wearing a uh, matter of fact my navy graduation ring i used to wear it and uh, when I, I was home about three or four years and i just opened up this construction company that i, I will buy you general it's not the same what i got now but um, and we were out there with a crew and then I was getting on the roof because I wanted to see what they were doing. And I, I, there was a burr on the ladder and it stuck me in hand. When it did, my hand dropped around, so I lost my footing. As I was coming down, my freaking ring caught the burr. And if I wouldn't have had this hand grab the other side, I'd have lost this finger for sure. It would have been bye-bye. Yep. Because um, yep. I could already feel it snapped the knuckle. It snapped. It's broken here, and, and you could feel the knuckle just went bloop. So, you know, it was already on its way. And I just I – just, you know, strong enough that I could stop my weight. And I was well, like, you probably had that feeling like that. too. Like the same feeling I yeah. had when I, when I rolled my Humvee mm. where time just slows. Oh yeah. It does. You have it time does. to like, think you, pro- uh, you know, you're like, okay, this is going to roll over. I need to drop down and grab onto something. Probably same thing happened to you where you had to, like, it's just time seems to oh, slow. Yeah, you it did. dilates. Right. Oh, when and, I, when Jimmy, I, Jimmy Fallon had a similar injury with the, with the, his wedding ring, the way it messed his middle finger up. He, he was in a, you know, he was wrapped up like a like the penguin for, I don't know, months, several months, a couple of years ago. It's a, well, yeah. I mean, you can mess yourself up. I mean, you know, we uh, we we really tell people not to wear jewelry on job sites. Uh, I don't even wear ties. Even even when we're going somewhere, when we're on job yeah. sites, I won't wear one. It's just just too dangerous. Uh, they get caught in something, you're dead. And uh, and you know, this tie right here, you, the only thing you, where you, you couldn't 
pull it apart, you'd have to cut it. There's no other way to get it off. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you just, you can't take those kind of chances around that kind of equipment. And, uh, and even certain types of shirts. And so I had, I had, a, um, one of my guys, we were, we were running, a, it's a buff sander is what it is. And he's running it. And I was, I walked up inside him and he, he didn't see me. So when he turned the sander, just the outside of it, I caught my shirt and just from here down, just and just ripped it right off. It looked like something out of one of them freaking movies, man. <laughs> it was gone. I was like, get the frick out of here. And he's, he's all screaming. I, I, I said, no, you're not in any trouble. It's my ass. I should have let you know I was behind you. And then, <laughs> hey, Michelle. Hey, hey, Roseanne. It's, it's one of those things. Um, no, I mean, so this one. You, wait, where is this? Is this the one? Uh, well, no, we're going to talk about that one in a minute. Let's go back over here. Iran condemns terrorist attacks on gas pipelines. Really? Do y'all believe that? Do y'all believe that? Iran what the hell? Condemns, pipelines are they talking about? Uh, uh, I'm trying to find out. Uh, oh, if it's, Iranian if it's government. Gas pipelines, I can believe it. If it's someone else's gas pipelines, no. Let's see. Uh, Iranian government officially has blamed terrorism and sabotaged for the twin explosions on gas pipelines overnight. Where? You know, people, you should leave. It's got to be in Iran. It's, it's, it's got it, to be in Iran. It's, uh, yeah, it is. It's Iran Central, um, oh, Chamahal and Bakata. Yeah, if, if anyone's yeah. going to know that they were North attacked by terrorists, gas, it's yes, going to yeah. be Iran. I wonder, I, wonder, I wonder who the terrorist was who attacked the pipeline. I don't know, but they've had other terrorist attacks in their country recently. Um, so they're, they're having issues. I mean, they're seriously having issues. And the more America puts pressure and the more America gets involved over there, the more Iranian, because, you know, everybody forgets there's been several uprisings in Iran yeah. where they wanted to become democratic. But for some reason, the U.S. just won't. It's like we want to leave it for China and Russia. It's like we have to leave them some cannon fodder so they don't start World War III. Well, well there's, and, a, there's uh, an area in southwestern Iran. It's where the most, most – it's about 8,100 or so square kilometers, and it's where most of their uh, fuel asset – not fuel, but uh, natural uh, oil assets are. And it's also where there's a huge Arab population because, you know, as we all know, the – Iranians are Persian. They're not Arabs. So they, you know, if we wanted to stir some stuff up, that would be the play. And I bet you wherever that happened, it was probably in southwestern Iran, right? Um, you know what? Hold on. I can tell you, I just seen it a minute ago before I went screwing around with this. Let me see if I still got the page open. Who knew? I think I don't. Uh, yes. No, I already deleted it. It's, um, yeah, but it's, it's, no, no, actually it said the uh, Northwest Fields is actually what it said. And, uh, com, com, okay. com, yeah, and then this one. No, I think it was in two different ones. I'm not sure where the other one was. It's not giving me. It only said Turkey. Yeah, the other one though, I, I think was either. It, it might have been south or it might have been east, but it was not in the same location. It was definitely a different place. So that means they hit them on two different sides of the country. Uh, that that's a pretty well organized group. If you're going to hit them on two different sides of the country all at all at the same time, let's see this. Oh wait, what is this? Is this, is this something we want to play? Let's see. Joe, you know it was us, though. You know it was us, right? Of course, I mean, it was, it was us, man. us. All that shit's yeah. all of yeah. always us, man. I mean, we it might not been by direct hand. It could have been by some proxy, but you know, Ron's playing the f around and find out game, so they're finding yeah. out. Right? <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Hold on. Let's put this on right quick and see what. Hold this around is. and fell in war. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Where are, where are we? Where are we? There we are. Add it up. Dun, 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 dun. Now let's nice see what car. is. Yes, what is the title on here? Let's go back before we start it. 
this is as close to treason as I can think. So um, this is Charlie Hurd, I guess, from Fox people. I don't know. I'm not a big Fox watcher. I'm not anti-Fox. I'm just not a big Fox watcher. Um, and, unless, you know, like in the old days when we used to call them foxes. But I'm sure most of you youngins have no idea what I'm talking about. Yep. Anyway, let me, let me turn this on. Here we go. Joining me now, Charlie Hurd, opinion editor for The Washington Times, and Ari oh, Fleischer, Washington former Times, White House press secretary, the both Fox News contributors. Ari, we're going to get to the U Ukraine haranguing in a moment, but I want your reaction to the House vote um, just successfully impeaching the DHS secretary, Alejandro Mayorkas. Department of Homeland. Well, it's actually tied to the questions you were just asking, because it just shows the urgency that House Republicans attached to securing the border. And that's why he was impeached, because he didn't secure the border. He's failed to exercise the authority he has under the law. And, and, and he has, works for a president who's even worse. And that's why we have an insecure border. So it, it's not a surprise that they were able to come back. And I guess it proves the old adage, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Now, Steve Scalise, who's undergoing cancer uh, treatment, made his way back to Washington to cast his vote. Obviously, that, that helped put them over the threshold that they needed. Um, but, Charlie, when, when you look at this and you think back on what Mallorca said, when he was asked before Congress, is that do you consider this a crisis? And, I mean, I guess it's not official perjury because it's kind of an opinion, but it was pretty close. It was a crisis within a few sure. months of what was happening at our border. Yeah. A few months, not three years later. And, and there's no doubt that not just that, but there's plenty of other evidence that you could build proving that he perjured himself in testimony before Congress trying to cover up what was going on here. Obviously, this vote, it's a great day for America. Um, what's kind of frustrating about it, of course, is the fact that even though you have a very closely divided House, Republicans just barely eked through. Uh, it looked from, uh, I couldn't see uh, perfectly clearly, but it looked like Three Republicans had voted against this. This is a uh, abrogation of their responsibilities. And I know a lot of people say, well, you know, Republicans. Uh -oh. Commercial. Get that damn commercial off of there, man. We, who the hell is putting a commercial on here? Whoever it is, just don't buy that product. Only have uh, a bare, bare majority in the House. Well, Republicans have the most important power in Washington, and that's the power of the purse. And all taxation, all legislation dealing with taxation or spending begins in the House, giving Republicans in the House the most powerful ability to shut the government down if the administration refuses to enforce our border. And, you know, this should have happened uh, as, as soon as Republicans took control of the House. Um, I'm glad it's happening now, but they should pursue this. This is a, and, and this is something that the American they can win this fight with the American people, because Americans, whether they're with, Democrats or with Republicans, Republicans are on outraged. This. Yeah, and I have a message, yes. I have a message yes. to what you just alluded to, and I want to orient on this. We had three GOP um, congressmen vote no. Tom McClintock, obviously he's in a, always in a tough re-election campaign in California. Um, <laughs> Republican coalition in California is always kind of playing, playing it safe here. Ken Buck, Republican from the purple state of Colorado, actually pretty liberal state, Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin. Ari, I've got to say, even in those states that are kind of, you know, usually obviously uh, Democrat leaning, this is a pretty easy vote in the end, is it not? Yes. 
Well, I think there's two ways to look at it. One is on the substance of the vote and the failures of the Biden administration on the border. The other is what does impeachment mean? And I do think there is a purist view that, according to the Constitution, is for high crimes and misdemeanors. And they can ask themselves, has a high crime or misdemeanor been uh, taking place? But look, the person to blame here is Nancy Pelosi. When they impeached Donald Trump twice under the Democratic House, they turned the impeachment, high crime and misdemeanor, into a vote of no confidence. That's where this started. And so it shouldn't surprise anybody, especially the Democrats, if now Republicans who hold power start to impeach Biden administration officials for a lack of confidence. So if you want to say who started to violate the norms and change the rules in Washington, I'll go right to those two impeachment votes because that started to break the patterns. And that's what you saw happen today with only three lone Republican holdouts for that procedural ground that it wasn't a high crime or misdemeanor. Well, every time he would come before Congress, uh, he was very smug. And they're all very smug. Um, sorry, guys, let that play a little long there. But, um, you know, I hate these titles where, oh, oh, it's treason, it's treason. Mm, I didn't see all that much treasonous stuff in there. Um, yes, they don't agree. They all hate each other. They all think each other's here to destroy the country and kill each other. And they're all, all just thinking about, when can I, am I going to get reelected? Can I get reelected? Yeah. Somebody I mean, they effectively have an invasion of, you know, four million people, you know, they're just, and they keep streaming across, they're bringing across uh, mules with fentanyl and all sorts of crazy stuff, MS-13 and various, like, Venezuelan gangs, 24,000 Chinese nationals from last year, you know, like, and then we're, and then we're, you know, sending Ukraine a $95 billion support bill. We're not even defending our own border. It doesn't make any sense. It just does not make any sense anymore, Joe. It doesn't. Well, you know, it's funny. I was talking with Michelle last night. You know, I said that damn Canadian border is such a dangerous border for the United States because, and we did take, you know, after um, 9-11, we did take action. But the problem is it's such a big, long border with no real way to patrol it unless you want to put aircraft up. Uh, there's no real way to, so there's lots of ways to cross it. Uh, for people well, for way undesirable. And right now, Canada is worse than us about letting people in. Uh, no, they're no, letting people in. Get that last night, put some minefields um, out Canada there. Canada has put mines there. everywhere. Right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, not yeah. hard. Like, it's just, you just you put minefields out there. That's it. And then you could have false minefields, and people just don't know which are the minefields. I know it's like it'll look ugly and play badly on the news, but you don't really, it's not really a hard problem. You know, we have really smart people in this country that can figure this stuff out. You know, it does not tend to be a rocket scientist. You know, we got to start doing something because at this rate, we're being invaded from every every direction. And uh, and you know well, what? I'm not anti-immigrant. I mean, I'm all for immigrants. I said, technically, my family's immigrants. I mean, yeah. My, my, well, my family's immigrants. So the, the country's yeah. based on that. You know, we're said, all for that. We just want them to come in correctly and properly, not un announced you know i mean the thing about it is, is the united states is our house if you went to your house and you open up the door and there's you know five people there that you don't know you're going to call the police no one's calling the police uh, yeah well they are calling the police the police just aren't coming <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's not enough of them uh this last night i mean the the the, the, the three largest countries in the world and were uh came up to uh it was Russia, United States, Russia, Canada, United States. Canada also boasts the longest coastline. So their coast goes from the West Coast all the way to the top of the country through the, the Arctic Circle and then back down the East Coast to, to Maine. They could be invaded from any one of those angles 
And most of their territory, if they don't go through force, they can get to America pretty quickly without really encountering much of Canadian resistance. So they don't have to, you know, drop troops on you know, beaches. And you know, that's something else I was picking on on my Canadian friends last night because they were talking about their third largest strategic oil reserve in the world. I said, it's not Jaws, it's ours. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, strategic doesn't, I said, let me explain what strategic oil reserves are for. It's for the military. Not really for the people. Every now and then we will release it to, to help prices, but it is for the military. And since Canada really doesn't have a military, it's for us. <laughs> I, said, I said, I know you Canadians think you're a lot of independent and shit, but you're not really. We let y'all have a lot of independence. But it comes right down to it. You start letting, like when um, Trudeau, Mr. Pink Shorts, let in the 10,000 Chinese troops and, and Trump was like, excuse me? Do you want to start a war with us? What the is wrong with you? We will come up there and remove them ourselves. Canada won't even know what the hell hit them. I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, first off, your military is tied into our military, so you can't even use it against us. And secondly, most of y'all aren't going to give a shit because y'all want the freaking immigrants gone too. Um, and I got I got to give the, the Southern governors credit for really screwing the, the Democratic governors and showing them what it feels like. You know, I was listening to Hochul the other day. She's going on and on and on. And she, and I think there was like like 10,000 have been sent there, 20,000. And the Texas governor goes, you know, we have 2 million on the border right now, right? Ms. Hochul, do you understand 2 million? And, uh, so, and, and he told uh, y'all's governor the same damn thing. But, you know, I don't, to me, it's a waste for him to send them to California because California lets them in anyway. You know, I mean, y'all letting them cross the border on by the droves. I'm, I'm not even sure. I, I, mean, I mean, they have a toll at the at the border, um, but it's like pretty much they just let anyone cross it. A good friend of mine said like he went he went to go to Mexico, and they said, "Well, you do you, you have a passport?" And he's like, "Well, when do you have to have a passport to go to Mexico?" He's like, "What the shit is this?" So they asked him, "Are you a California resident?" He said, "Well, yeah." He said, "Well, you can come on in, come on." Just like what? <laughs> Because when I went, they didn't have a damn passport, man. They were like, well, they don't care. And I know there's a three-day thing where you, Americans can go in for three or four days and not have to have a passport. Well, yeah, people, you don't have to pa have a, a passport when you fly down like Cancun and stuff. Like, no. Or if you go to like, what is that new tourist, the dental tourist thing? Yeah, Mexico has a dental tourist thing. Yes. They have really good dental work for cheap. And they fly people, they give you big deals and set you up in hotels and a whole nine yards. Oh, yeah, man, it's crazy. It's called <laughs> dental tourism. I know because uh, Kathy Belsky, who was uh, one of our hosts who lives in Hawaii, by the way, um, you, she went and got out and she did a real good job on her teeth, too. She said it was good and it wasn't bad and wasn't painful. I was like, damn. Yeah, she flew down in. The whole, I think she had all of her stuff done and she had a lot of get stuff done and, and hotels and everything, everything was under 5G's. That's that was before President Biden, people. So I don't know what it's going to be now. More like fifteen G's. <laughs> I don't. I don't, don't want to lie to you, people. I'll feel bad. Um. Wait. Well, we got to go to break. So we're going to go to break right quick, and then we'll be back. And then we're going to do a couple of polls, a couple of little things we're going to talk about. But we're going to we're going to probably get into some of the polls. Let's see what we got on the list that we haven't talked about yet. Let's see right quick if we can get the list up. We uh Supreme Court deadline for Jack Smith raises eyebrows. This. This is we want to talk about a little bit because this has to do with Trump. Um, let's see uh -oh. what we got here. Newest ship in the Navy. We're not going to talk about that tonight. Uh, Ukraine reinforces embattled stronghold. Eh, we don't really care about that either. Uh, I'm sorry, Ukrainians. I'm not trying to be mean. Uh, 
<laughs> that was just so cool. They, they do uh, dominate a bit of the news, yeah. In, Intel warns. Uh, Intel warns Putin is prepping for military clash with NATO. You know, you know when I read this story long earlier tonight, I said Intel. I said, why is Micro Ford saying this? I'm like, oh shit, you know, intelligence dumbass. Sorry, yeah, that was I was I had a bird. Intel inside, inside. Intel inside. Yeah, so um, it's it is Intel inside too. That's that's a good. One. It is Intel. Well, people, y'all didn't catch that hey. stream on y'all. But There's anyway, also in television, I found my Intellivision the other day. If, the old video. If, if if time permits, we'll talk about that. Let's see. Um, oh, I I would try to sneak this in. Ancient underwater um, megastructure, uh, not oh, yeah. created naturally. So this is something they just found. Some Germans found this, by the way. I don't know where we'll have to see where it's at. But it, it clearly it says ancient underwater megastructure, not created naturally, science says. Uh, That's and, not the uh, same one in the Baltic Sea, right? The one that. Uh, hold on. Sense. Let's see. Uh, proceeding nationally. Yep, it is. So you heard about it? it? Tell like- me since you already heard. It looks like yeah, it a looks bunch like of rocks millenn- to me. It looks like the Millennium Falcon. It literally does. Like if you look does at it, it, it yeah. Just oh, is that old thing again? Yeah. So the weird thing about, in fact, I just I just inter- interviewed somebody who knows uh, Dennis Dennis Usberg. I, I can't pronounce his name. It's like a Swedish name or Norwegian, something like that. But uh, when they they're treasure hunters and they were just kind of looking for you know treasure in the baltic sea and they came across the structure and anytime they come across this there would there would be weather anomalies that would prevent them from getting to it there would also be um you know electromagnetic um and magnetic anomalies so their compasses would get all screwed up screwy etc so it's you know it's a structure they don't know if it's a crashed uap they don't know if it's a you know some ancient civilization that left it there they have no idea but because the skeptics kind of came in and just kind of tried to debunk it and call it a natural structure, they just didn't have the money to, you know, or they, I think they ran out of money and they didn't have enough money to yeah. pursue it. But but they're they're getting they're getting some interest from the intelligence community. Let's just say, I don't, so, I don't know any more details than that. But let's see. It says uh, P. Let's see. Some parts of Baltic Basin only submerged uh, era dating to okay. So this thing itself is is dating ten to eleven thousand years, which is interesting because this is the same time mm-hmm. we talked about where all the ancient artifacts, artifacts. I mean, uh, not anomalies. Damn, all of them's parked back. It was that flood clusters. event, like that that massive flooding. Yeah. Event, well, right? so the twin thousand, the twelve thousand five hundred year mark is very significant for lots of reasons. Very significant. Uh, one that's ten thousand years ago. So the ice age was ending. <clears throat> all kind of stuff was coming out. They were building cities all along places where there wasn't water because it was so locked up as ice, uh, which, of course, dumb humans didn't know back then. And then this thing, whatever this thing is, it's 960, It's 60% of a mile is what it is. That's how long it is. Um, it's 971 feet long. So it's pretty damn big. Whatever the damn thing is, it's now submerged under 69 feet of water. Um, I don't know It's if... if I, I don't. It doesn't say anything about ex- excavating it. Though, excavating it. So, I don't know, guys. Uh, we're gonna have to find out what that is. That, that's kind of interesting. But who knows? It could just be junk. It might just be an old debris pile left behind by an ancient civilization, <clears throat> which would be even more interesting. Uh, fake Michigan certificates of votes mailed to U.S. Senate after 2020 presidential vote officials say. Oh well, so then he, we need to kick by now. It wasn't even ratified. Damn. I still want to know what this mega structure is. Maybe we should drive over here. It's only sixty-nine feet of water. You don't even really need any kind of real gear for that. Oh, so this must be this must be a different one because because that one's 
I don't know. I don't know how deep it is. Is it the same one? Is it the Ocean X one? Uh, I don't know. It, I just it was just reading said it was in the Baltic Sea, and then they said something about one in some German, um, but they didn't go into detail about it. I think it was just a lead for another story. But anyway, guys, we got to go to break, and then we're gonna come back and harass people. And uh, what, what? No, John, we're gonna go to break. Uh, oh wait, what's gonna play? Let's see. Let's find out right now. We will cue it up right now if I can find out what I did with it. All right, Joe, you, you need to you need to impress there me. There it is. One. The first one. Oh, uh, now this this is this is an Green oldie goldie here. Not impress me. This this is an oldie goldie here. Oh wait, when I how do I get to settings? Uh, there we go. Present. Uh, this this is oldie before you probably before you was even born, man. And uh, alright, y'all ready, guys? We gotta get we gotta put this up and boom, 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 and boom, boom. It's a little boom, boom music. Oh, I was born. But come on, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was, I was like in the army then, probably. <laughs> it's a good song to be in the army with. People, who said you don't know who this is? It, it says it on the thing. People, the big black smashing pumpkins. Idiots. I'm just saying. What do you get for your pain these days? You can show by me. music we can talk with it's cool
still just ready to cage. Despite all my rage, I am still just ready to cage. Someone will say what is lost never be said. Despite all my rage, I am still just ready to cage. That's what I feel like on the Pride Biden. I feel like a rat in a cage, man. I can't help him. It's like yeah, I was either out. I was either just just starting college then or just still in high school when that song came out. No, that's Sean. We played that song. Yeah, we're blaming that on Sean. Uh, no, I like Rat in a Cage. It's been a long time since I heard it though. It's um, well, I've been going through some of my lists. I got I got too many music lists, but I got some that are just um, I got to go dig them up. But they're just really, really just. Well, I like hard rock. No, that's not you acid put rock. Some tool. You got to put some tool on I it. got some tool on there, too. I got some in the thing. It's um, with Jimmy Lee. Actually, the one we're closing with tonight is um, from Five Finger Death Punch. And I will tell you this. It's House of the Rising Sun, but I can't mm. play the first part of it. I would, even though we're closing, it's just – it's. If you've ever heard it, you'll know why I can't play it. I'm sorry, guys. It's it's a good. It's really it's really harsh in the beginning, but um, well, they added um, I don't know, like a two minute piece before they actually start singing "House of the Rising Sun," mm-hmm. and uh, and it's a good piece. I mean, it's it's hard. I mean, it's death. I, I guess yeah, I guess Jim, you could call it death metal, but it's um, I don't know how we have to. Why can't we just call it music? We always got to label everything. You kind of know what you're going to get. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I guess you're right. Yeah. I guess I don't want to go get something. God, yeah, it's a really good song. And you go over there and it's opera or something. No, I listen to, I've listened to that. Oh, no, people. I've I've got a really weird background when it comes to music. First off, I got, um, I've got four step kids and I got some grandkids and I got, so, um, and then I had a classical upbringing. Joe, Joe, if you like, if you like metal, you typically like classical too, because it's it's actually very similar. Well, because there's some, so actually, and some of these you'll will actually probably play a couple of the classicals, and um, what do you mean the fifth? You mean the fifth, the fifth of Beethoven? Oh yeah, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. Amazing. So amazing. We'll play that. We'll also play. um, Oh, I can't. uh, um, The one from Arthur. It's. When he's when they're running through the woods with the horses, what the hell is oh, that? Oh, it's like Barona. it's like Barona something. Yeah, Barona. something. Barona. Barona. Yeah, that's a good one. So those will get played. I love as that we go one. Along. Yeah. So those those, those are all stuff Barona. that we'll hear in the future. Well, no, and guys, y'all can submit. Y'all y'all can always cue something up if you got it. We can always play it. So remember that because y'all can since y'all have the codes now, y'all can present as well. It's not real hard to do. You just cue it up, put present, and there you go. Oh no, in the audience, y'all can send stuff. We don't mind. You can send it to my email, icarcox.net, or when you're in, you can pop in the chat room and send this to in the chat room. 
I just, um, I get crazy sometimes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's a, and you you always got to make sure you get the right one because one or two of them kind of got weird sound issues. If they get too, too low. The Um, one that you saw in Excalibur and it was also used in the Omen um, was the Carl Orff version. It's a good one. I mean, it's a good version, you know. What do you mean a clock? Basically, basically what it is is they found a bunch of these old yeah, parchments in some Beethoven's monastery. Beethoven's Fifth Symphony is, is in uh, A Clockwork Orange. Oh, okay. okay. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. No, in, the, in the book, it's all Bach, but uh, in the, the movie, they used uh, Beethoven, which is, I think, a better choice. Bach is kind of boring. Uh, but the Carl Orff stuff, he found, they found these, uh, these old uh, Gregorian chants in some abbey, and mm. Orff turned them into a symphony. Now, I'll tell you what, it, they're good songs. They they play well. Uh, <laughs> really cool. Wait, wait, wait. What you went, Johnny? Oh, you went to the, the updated version of the fifth. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, the the um the dance version, I guess you would call it. Yeah. I know I know which one you're talking about. Uh, oh, I forgot who did it, but um I, yeah, he was a transvestite. Um yeah. but anyway, uh, y'all y'all can submit. No, because so as the show progresses, so and since we're going back, we'll get to play at least four songs a night. So we'll we'll have the 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 opening song, two to two hours in the middle, the two top of the hours, and then the end of the song. So y'all can always submit, and the guys will have stuff. So it should be a good group of music. Well, we have unfortunately when we submit this to YouTube, Michelle will take the music out of it because uh, they get pissy a bit. Well, not all the time, but some of it they do. Let's uh, on the stream too. They'll pause the stream. They did that to me yeah. last week. Well, they yes. and then they'll they'll start it again once you stop playing it. So that yeah. was annoying. Uh, yeah, so uh, I mean, it was, it was Walter Carlos slash Wendy Carlos who did the electronic versions of Beethoven for Clockwork is that Orange. What it was? Yeah. yeah, so they um, he was a protege. He was a part, he was a protege of Erno Moog. Uh, Moog created the first uh, electronic synthesizer and. He did some very good music. I mean, his versions of those. Uh, I mean, he's he's almost as good. I won't say as good, not almost, but he's very close to Keith Emerson, who did a lot of that classical, taking classical songs and putting them into the rock and roll genre. I, I just want the Maloko Plus or Synthemask. Oh, God. I want to f- figure out what that is. Maloko mm. Synthemask was with Synthetic Masculine. Maloko Plus was with. Ah. It, uh, I think I forget what had the Malaco Plus had it, and then there was Malaco, um, Synthomask Dren Chrome was the other one, which was the one they were drinking, Drenchrome. which had which yeah. had human adrenaline in it, in it. so it, it pumped mm. them up and gave them full of knives so they could go out and kill people. <laughs> I, I don't know who these guys, man. I, I don't know who these guys are. I, I had to start just to see that movie. Oh, I don't know who these guys no, I don't. Wait, wait. What movie is this? I don't, I don't think I did. A Clockwork I don't, I don't, Orange. Joe. Oh yeah, Joe. I know. I see. No, oh, my I see. God, Joe. I see. One of the best movies ever. <laughs> so, so, so. Look, my brain is, is a little fast for a Clockwork Orange. So what happens is, I'll start watching it. To, well, this is way back. We're talking about. So my brain was fast. <laughs> maybe, maybe now it might be easier for me. So I was watching it the first time, and I can't tell you what I was doing because well, no, I guess this is this already chose. So anyway, we were smoking a little weed and, and drinking a little bourbon. And I'm watching. I'm like, what the bleep? What the? <laughs> and then and then I just be like, what the bleep? And then so and then I get to talking to the, 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 the old lady. I just and then so I went through this movie and I and I've done this with other movies. I've gone through it like piece, but I always watch mm-hmm. it in order so I don't I don't skip around. So I watch it in piece and then I come back and watch it in piece and then finally 
usually like five years later, I watched the whole entire movie at that. But it was, God, we're talking, I hate to even say how long ago. It was 20, 20, 20 it's been 20 years since I watched it. I Easy mean, it 20 years. Shit, it might be it like 30 years. 70s, right? Yeah, it might be so 30 years. They yeah, were grabbing a Durango it. 95. Remember no, that? Okay, Jack. So A Clockwork yeah. Orange was just to irritate the people who did who did Space Odyssey 2001. <laughs> because you neither movie, I mean, you really had to pay a lot of attention to what was going on because both the movies were kind of like, what? And wait, what? <laughs> yeah, you, can't, you can't just walk in. You can't just walk oh, in. Yeah, no. And, and pick and it up you, in the middle. You have, to read, you have to read the book to understand the movie. A Clockwork Orange is so complicated. I have really bad dyslexia, and our teacher in ninth grade English in high school made us read that book, and I couldn't get through it because they have all these weird Euro speak, like Malaco plus, like we were talking about, and like bruised and crudy rookers. It means bruised and bloody fists. Um, Gulliver is your head. Pretty Polly is a paper money. They had all these different words, and most of them were like like a lot. A lot of it's Russian. Yeah, yeah, a lot Russian, of half Russian yeah. English words they trained it like, um, what do they call girls? Um, Devotchkas, like you know, yeah, women were called yeah. Devotchka. So, uh, um, it, it just it just messed with my dyslexia so bad suka, that my mom was suka, like, suka, yeah, I'm, all, I'm, yeah. thir- I'm 13, yeah. 14 years old. She goes out and rents me a clockwork orange so I can get through this class in English because the Wait, book was so hard to read. Who rented it for you? My mother rented it. Your mother? Rented did, did she watch the film before she let you watch it? I don't believe so. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't think well, so. see, somebody just told her and said, you know, yeah, you, you know, well, that happens sometimes. I it, mean, was, you know. it's, it was a good thing because the movie, thank God, is close to the book. Very, very close. There's, there's like, when, I, when I met my it, wife, that was the first movie we watched, and I told her it was my favorite movie. And she was oh, like, wow. who is this guy? <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nutsy movie, uh, but the, but if you read the book or you or, or you watch the movie enough, and you know what the actual what the takeaway is, what the what the what the moral of the story it's is. It's kind of it's what's happening thing. now with fentanyl, kind of. Oh God, yeah, um, it is. You know what? That's actually that's that's a pretty good analogy. I'm sure some of the people who just heard this probably like no, but um, I mean it's mean? it's I mean fentanyl will slow you down. It doesn't speed you up, but it's well, still but, like this whole. But well, they're also like, you know that's not necessarily true things. because like, so. I've got I've got friends that that um, any type of painkiller speeds them up. Even though it should be slowing them down, it speeds them up. Mm. Uh, I don't I don't know why. You know, I had I had some friends go through. Like I had a friend of mine had a bad Percocet problem, and uh, one day we're sitting there. He just takes five of them, pops them in his mouth. They perk tens. I'm like, dude. I said I'd be unconscious at this point. And I'm like, I mean, I'm like, dude, you okay? He said, oh man, they don't even phase me. And he ended up ODing. I think one night he took like fifteen. Um, so that's probably like taking a you know a couple of shots of fentanyl. But I mean, the thing of it is, it made him. It was like he was on speed. Yeah. Um, now I do remember. Uh, I shouldn't even admit to this. I remember when we uh, out of the Navy and we were all working uh, fourteen, sixteen hours eating them yellow and black mollies like they were candy. Shit, I lost mm-hmm. like forty pounds in four months. I was ridiculous, and then because I was way built, I'm like, "Whoa, wait, what just happened here?" Oh no, back to work, back to eating, and back to work. <laughs> now this way ain't gonna stay like this. And uh, but um, because we were in the clubs all night long, and I and I, I can see how you can get caught up in the scene. I've been real lucky in life that things that come my way, I can actually taste it and still say no. 
I've just been really lucky in like that. Uh, even even like people who you know, even with stuff like cigarettes and cokes, and I can just when I want to quit, I quit. So I, I, and I got to say it's lucky because I know all kind of people who have nightmares trying to get off this shit. Uh, yeah, I, I've talked to more people that were that had gotten off of heroin and said that they had a, a harder time getting off of cigarettes, and most of them still smoked. Uh, than they did get uh, getting off of heroin or even harder drugs. So cigarettes, nicotine is highly addictive. Yeah, highly. Yeah, and, and now and now it's been refined to be even more addictive. So right now, cigarettes are one of the well, most maybe, addictive well, substances to make it more addictive. So, yeah. but what I'm saying is, is it's one of the most addictive substances in the country, and so now the states use it to make money. So. New Jersey, twelve dollars a pack. Place in yep. New York, fourteen dollars a pack. I've seen it in Cali from anywhere from nine dollars a pack to sixteen dollars. I mean, what about the states that so the so, but you know how much the tobacco companies charging them for that pack of cigarettes? Two bucks. That's it. Two bucks. Oh, it's got to be less than that because when, when I bought cigarettes, they were in the eighties. They were always they were dollar five a package. Um, but that's not the only thing that, that's. I mean that's going on with that. There's like three or four States only that grow the tobacco. It's like North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, maybe West Virginia to a degree. Oh, in Kentucky. Yeah. There's a few States to grow it. And let's think about how much money those few States are making. But two of those States, South Carolina and North Carolina are like at the bottom of our public school system. With, with, as far as educational. Don't, don't forget Kentucky goes. grows a lot of damn uh, tobacco. Um, well, I'm not sure which, which all states do. I know, I know, North South Carolina and, and Virginia do, but Virginia they, they, does they, a lot. How, how can a state that makes that makes the most addictive substance in our country uh, have the worst education system? I did. There's some there's some numbers that don't go right with that, but there are there are the states that grow it. They make a lot of money. Where they do with the money, I don't know. And then there's the pharmaceutical, the, the like R.J. Reynolds people that are putting stuff not only in the tobacco, but in the paper that goes on the outside of it to make you more highly addictive. Well, it's, it's hard to give them up. There's a couple, there's a couple of shortcuts, but um, yeah, you know, I hate to say it this way. You can shortcut it and, and you can quit, but it, it's best to take the longer route because the agonizing pain will keep you from doing it again. Um, I mean, what cigarettes? For me, it was different. I had I had gotten a stint. I was forty four, and I had to get a stint in my right artery, for, which my doctor was even shocked about. Well, you're kind of young for this shit. And I'm like, excuse me, doc. He's like, yeah. So I had a little incentive, and I, I got lucky. The hospital I was in, I was in, I was only in for like four days, and they had put a patch on my arm, and it wasn't giving me nightmares or anything. I would have any problems with it, and it was working really well. So I asked the nurse. I said, "What is this? Can I get this?" She said, "Yes." She said, "Go to Walmart." She said, don't get the expensive one. She said, go, they're $14 a box. That's the ones you get. That's what we use in the hospital. And sure enough, man, three weeks, I, I, had, I never touched a cigarette from the time I got out of the hospital on. And uh, three weeks, I wasn't even really getting real cravings. But I kept the patches because you can step them down as far as you want. Uh, I yeah. just cheated and stepped down to two right off the bat. And, I, man, I wasn't getting craving. And when I did, every now and then, if I did, I'd go um, for Christmas. I used to make my daughters bring me these little uh, Clint Eastwood cigars. So I just get oh, one yeah. and, and just chew on it. If I was to smoke a cigarette right now, I'd get so high. It wouldn't even be funny, man. Because uh, I remember the first time I smoked a cigarette. And that was It got me high as hell. And yeah, people. You either get dizzy or you'll get sick and throw up immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, you know, I, I've been real lucky with that. <laughs> Alcohol the same way. Uh, when I was around 24, I just decided when my son was born, I quit for 10 years. Uh, didn't touch any liquor. And then I uh, drank for about four years. And then I quit 
So now I drink like special occasions. We go to a casino, but I'm always the driver, so I don't get to drink. Now, when I'm in LA, I'm out there for eight days. I can drink in the evenings with everybody. I'm friends with everybody out there. It's nice. It's comfortable. Uh, and I can hang out with everybody. So, and I'm not driving anywhere. So it's you don't have a car. Here. Yeah. <laughs> My hotel room's literally, um, literally, you know, however far away it is. So it's, it's nice out there. And then uh, every now and then we go to some parties around here that I can drink at. But for the most part, what do you mean, Christopher? No, I don't, I don't. You mean the cravings? No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I never did get the cravings. I, I guess, you know what? And I shouldn't even tell you all this, but I come, my family, I come from a long line of alcoholics, very successful alcoholics, but yet alcoholics, them son of a bitches drink. My dad drank so much. He, he had to had, had liver cirrhosis. I mean, everybody in my family, all the way through my grandmother actually was a full blown alcoholic. He had to go AA for her whole rest of the last half of her life. So yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe growing up in that environment, which gave me this outrageously high tolerance for alcohol, uh, made me say, oh, you know what? Either you're going to drink yourself to death or you're going to become one of them. And I guess somewhere in the back of my head, that's not what I wanted to be. Yeah, you know, I, I like to drink. I'm not going to lie. But I, I still like to drink. Um, I like alcohol. I like all the different kinds. I like all kinds of stuff, I said. But uh, I got other things in life I'm doing, unfortunately. It's, it's like, it's like religion, alcohol and drugs. You got to take them in moderation. You know, <laughs> what do you mean? Boo should be illegal. Who said that? I seen that go by in text. Uh, yeah, you know what? So well. In, in <laughs> all fair, I live in Mississippi <laughs> now. In Mississippi, it's all but illegal here. People can't buy it on Sunday at all unless you're in a casino. Yeah, Georgia can't buy it on Sunday. North Carolina can't buy after midnight unless you're in a casino. Yeah, like whatever. So, what kind of redneck place am I living in? And I'm living in redneck. But on the coast, it's not quite as bad as the rest of the state. I tell you what. You get in northern Mississippi, you bet it. I'm going to tell you all a little secret. From the middle of the state up, if you ever, and this is true for Alabama and even for Georgia, with the exception of Atlanta, when you find yourself in these states and you're in the middle of the state up, you be on your best behavior. I don't care what color you are. You be black, white, red, yellow. It doesn't matter. Okay? They really aren't discriminating in that way. They just hate you because you are outsider in their you state. You belong. <laughs> you do not belong in there. They want to know what you're there. You better be having a damn Mississippi tag, and if you don't, you're gonna get stopped. They're gonna be like, "What you doing up in my town here, boy?" You ain't from around here, huh? Well, you from New York? New York? I got a place for New York boys. It's called a cell. Do you have marijuana up in that car? I bet you do. Holy shit! I found marijuana back here, boy. I'm gonna take you to jail. You just leave these guys alone, man. I'm telling you. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. Was I speeding, sir? I apologize, sir. Oh, I'm getting out of your town right now, sir. I'm not coming back either. Let me the fuck out of this place. Well, I guess I was going to buy something to eat, but I guess I'll go to the next town over. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, my wife and I, we get off. We're in nowhere, Texas. It's three o'clock in the morning. We're looking for a hotel room. I'm exhausted. So we get off this interstate. We turn. We're going down this road out of nowhere. Here come two cops. I'm doing like 28 miles an hour. Speed limit is 30. And they just right behind. Right behind. I'm just waiting. You know, when you do that, you're just waiting to say, bloop, bloop, bloop. You're just waiting. And uh, they stayed there until I pulled in the hotel. And then he pulled in, kind of looked at me as I was getting out the car, and he went on down the road. I was like, Fucking, what the hell, redneck town I'm in? Then we get in his hotel. They got doors on both sides. This place looks like 
some Western shootup place. Like, <laughs> where the hell are we, man? Oh that's man, the that's, when, that's that, that's the point when you hear. It's pretty much. That's I said. You go put something by that door. I'll put something by this door. And I said, "Where's my gun?" Because I, I said, "You keep this one your side. I keep this one on my side." <laughs> this is ridiculous. And uh, it was. I don't know where it was. It, when I say it was in the middle of Bump Blank, Texas, it was. Man, I was just like. I said, how anybody live out here? Because we were coming back from, um, actually from Las Vegas. We were in Fallon, Nevada, not Fallon. We were in um, Laughlin. And uh, we'd been speaking up there for about eight days. And then we went and spent about a week down in Vegas. And we were coming home. And it was just, it was strange. Because usually I'll book the hotel rooms in advance when I'm traveling. But on the trip up, we had made so much good time. I decided not, we'll just, you know, I didn't plan on driving on three in the morning and shit. And then, uh. It was weird. We stayed in some weird places. Austin. We stayed in this place in the outside of Austin on the um, eastern side of Austin. It was like the twilight zone. Lights flickering, weird noises going on, doors cracking. It was a pretty place. I mean, it was a really pretty place, but it's just, it was a creepy place. What's that, Jenny? Yeah, we're going to actually get on some polls right now before we get to reminiscing about weird and strange stuff. You can go see Sean on Sunday for that. He does a lot of that stuff, so you can go over there and talk to him. And say hello, Sean. Is you doing something weird? But I don't think you should ask him like that. He, you might, <laughs> he might take that the wrong way. Or you're doing something weird. No, let's see. Okay, where, what what poll company are we with? We need to give them credit for whatever bullshit we're about to read. Yeah, uh, I didn't say that, Sean. For Sean's adventure. <laughs> let's see. Uh, this is uh, real clear polling. Oh, interesting. So. Latest polls. This is this is twenty four. We have this all kind of races in here. So here we go. This is oh, this is uh, primaries for. We'll go down this right quick. Trump sixty, Haley thirty eight. That is in South Carolina. That's our hometown, right? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Let's see. And then here we go. General election. Here we go, people. This is the fight. Here we go. Let's put the gloves on. Let's make sure they're tied tight. And this is the start of the election. Trump, 45. Biden, 44. <gasps> Quite close. Oh, wait. Now, here's Kennedy in this fight. Trump, 45. Biden, 38. <laughs> oh, shit. Kennedy. He's making some problems there, Kennedy. <laughs> so, I mean, Trump didn't lose a single percentage point. In that he contest. hasn't lost a We've been talking, yeah. We've been talking about this. Oh, he's gonna, but I, I, I mean, I, I would have expected like a point, like maybe a point goes to Kennedy. From, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, well, he might get two or three points from him. Um, where is this at? Um, Republican presidential nomination, Trump 77, Haley 13. Holy moly, man! Wow, uh, Democratic yeah, no, president election, yeah. Biden 74, Wilson Phillip 9. Okay, whoever the hell that is, okay. North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina, Trump versus Biden. Oh, and Kennedy. Oh, wait, wait. Okay, I'm calling bullshit on this poll. Trump, 47, Biden, 44, Kennedy, 2. What? I have not seen Kennedy pull 2 in any state yet that I've seen him in. He's usually between 8 and 16. So 2, I'm calling bullshit, people. I, Maybe I'm officially North Carolina, <laughs> Republican Party. I'm, I'm calling bullshit. No, no, wait, where's, I'm sorry. That's the North Carolina, Trump versus Biden versus Kennedy. I'm calling bullshit. Bullshit. Remember that that little thing on TikTok with the get bullshit, bullshit, bullshit? That's what I'm calling. Okay, now we're moving on. East Carolina, we don't care about that. That's all uh oh, this is a Senate race. We don't care. We don't care. 
Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be politicians. They'll break your heart for sure. Okay, Joe, okay, President. I may be calling some bullshit here, so y'all get ready for this. Uh, President Biden job approval. So what do y'all think is this is this is just general? What do you think is approval rating? This is CBS News. Oh, okay. Uh, so, this is CBS, so take it, take it with the grain of salt. I'd say 32%. <laughs> uh 42. And disapprove 58. What? Yes. Yeah. 42%? What? Yeah. 42% say he's he's doing a good job. 58% say he's not. So that's the hardcore liberals and the um, progressives is what that is. Let's say <laughs> well, how, how, rest- how many of the 4 million illegals get, got the vote in that one? Yeah, I know. Huh? But it is a 16-point difference. So Rasmussen uh, approved 43 to 55. Uh, see, I, I, I'm feeling I need to go put my shit kickers on. I'm, I'm starting to feel some shit between my toes here. Joe Biden's approval. <laughs> So Joe Biden's approval rating, according to Emerson, is a 42 versus a 47. Does Emerson anyone listen, listen, people, anyone listening to this tonight, if anyone actually believes that Joe Biden's approval rating is a 42, look, I got some beautiful land here I want to sell. It's a great price, half a million dollars. There's a few acres right here on the Gulf Coast. Look, come on down. I'll sell it to you. You'll be really happy with it. Um, let's see. Generic poll. Con- congressional vote. Emerson, Republicans 44, Democrats 42. Pretty much everywhere I've seen, they've been ahead. Okay, here is Emerson, Trump versus Newsom. And Emerson is liberal school, by the way. But um, Trump versus Newsom, which y'all think it is? Who's winning here, Newsom or Trump? Uh, it's going to be like 47 Trump, 44 Newsom. And what do you think, Sean? Uh, I, I give it, I, I give it 45. 43. 46 36. Trump Newsom. 46 36. Oh, Got him by 10 points. By 10 points. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Uh, here we go. Uh, hey, look, it's like, it's like Patrick Patrick Bateman from American Psycho oh, if uh, Newsom wins. <clears throat> so uh, Trump Harris, 46 43. So Harris does better than Biden. Uh, that <laughs> is scary. I don't even know who this Whitman is, but. Uh, Trump versus Whitman, thirty-three forty-five. Whitman, Whitman, you can't. You got like zero votes on your electorals. What are you gonna do, dude? Okay. Anyway, let's move on. Montana state, we don't care. Uh, here we are. Uh, South Carolina, Trump versus Biden. This is Sedell, Cadell. What the hell is that? Citadel. Sorry, Citadel. Uh, fifty-four Trump, thirty-four Biden, thirty-five Biden. That sounds more realistic. Actually. Yes, this is the that's, Citadel that's Haley. The one to being realistic. This is the Citadel Haley versus Biden. Fifty versus twenty-eight. Look at this guy. Oh wait, here we go. Fox News. So Fox News poll is saying that that Trump is forty-seven and Biden is forty-five. I, I can't even believe Trump's poll would be that close. I'm just. I mean, I can't. I just. I just don't believe a Fox poll. Fox, what are y'all going liberal? I mean, really. No, I mean they're just. I mean it's it's same the the mainstream media, left right same bird same bird. Yes, it's yeah. this bullshit. So, so here we go. Uh, what is this? Trump versus Biden, North Carolina. Trump fifty, Biden forty five. See that that's better. Now here now here we got Kennedy. So this is Fox News. Let's see. This is probably a closer poll. So Trump forty two, Biden thirty seven, Kennedy eleven. 
See, that's in, that's that in his range sense. he's been running. Yeah, that and that's what yeah, I think we're going to see. I think we're going to see between Trump, 10 Trump's and 15 points. Trump's strength is not from Trump. Trump's strength is that is people despise the Democratic Party. I mean, that's... Yeah. So, I mean, I really think that's what we're going to see across the board. And, and then in Carolina, the vote comes out. Trump 46, Biden still 37, but Trump's higher. And Kennedy's eight. So, I mean, his performance, like I said earlier, is between eight and 16. And I think that in the general election, I think we're going to see him pull like 12, just a solid 12. Yeah. And, and that dooms the Democrats from any Democrat winning the election. Uh, let's see. We don't care about all these D's. Oh, wait. Oh, the Hill Emerson, Biden, 55, Trump, 32. What? That's Maryland. Yeah. What, what, yeah. It's Maryland. Yeah. It's Maryland. <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> so wait. So here in Maryland, uh, and this is a Hill Emerson poll. This is so liberal. It's not funny. Biden, 47. Trump, 31. Kennedy, 6. Stein, 1. So really, well, we already know in Maryland. you cities as well as you're running Baltimore. I mean, why wouldn't you vote for Biden? I mean, Baltimore's such a crime-free city, and you don't have to worry oh, about Oh, God. I, I would bet you money that Kennedy's going to do far more than 6 in Maryland. Uh, I would think more around 12 to 14. Uh, he's a Kennedy. And that's like, you know, Maryland, Boston, all that whole little niche area. Yeah, anything in the Northeast, anything in the Northeast, he's going to take more points. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't, so I'm kind of funny on that one. This is South Carolina, Trump and Haley. No, we don't care about all that. Uh, general election, Biden, uh, the economist, U.S. Gov, Trump and Biden tied at 44. Yes, that sounds what? a little weird. Yes, I know. What's um, the error rate on that one? Forty four. It's, it's the deep, it's the deep state discount. It's the deep state yeah. discount. Yeah. And, that, and that's the next one. They're forty four, and I'm like, oh shit. Um, Economist, U.S. government, job approval rating, Biden forty five, disapproved fifty four. Earth are they talking to? <laughs> they're talking to all liberals. Is what they're talking to? Clearly, <laughs> and I think some of these might be made up liberals. Um, yeah. but still, even even in this way lefty poll, the Republicans are still beating the Democrats in general approval ratings. Yeah, it's just consensus management. Somebody's trying yeah. to manage, with, you know, um, neuro, economic neuro uh, linguistic programming is what it is. No, it? here we go. Congressional job approval rating. Approve 21%. Approves 60% says, oh my God, what is happening? Wow. <laughs> I would think it would be worse. than That's that, probably pretty you. accurate. <laughs> I think it'd probably be worse. Uh, okay. Because that, that doesn't, that doesn't, the, 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 so now wait. the job, the job approval or job rating for the Congress doesn't matter whether you're blue or red. Republican no, it's, it's, it's a whole whatever. Congress. Yeah. Whether so you wait. think you're a congressman or doing your job, the job. And that's, that's telling right there. That's 60% think they're not doing their job. So let's, Wake let's up. jump, let's jump back up to Joe Biden's approval rating, 45% uh, for his job approval rating. So wait, we're going to go down to this one down here. Okay. That, so, so this should tell you something about his approval rating. So, the economic U.S. Gov site again. Are we in the right direction? How many people in the United States says? Do you think said we were in the right direction? I'll tell you this: I think we're definitely moving there. I think it's only the progressive. Twenty-nine percent say we're moving in the right direction. Sixty-five percent say we're not. I agree with that. So, so how can you have a forty-five percent approval rating when that much of the country thinks you're going in the wrong direction? 
Because you're doing something around. <laughs> yeah. So you know, you Someone's know up here. Yeah, exactly. That's what's going on. And sometimes they get caught with their britches down. Um, mm-hmm. This is uh, Trump versus Biden in Winthorpe. Uh, Trump 50, Biden 35. Damn. It's uh, it's it's interesting to see some of these polls because you're looking at them. Uh, morning consultant, uh, Trump 40, no, Trump 43, Biden 42. Uh, Trump Haley, yeah, Trump, you're killing her. The other interesting thing to see in these polls is that we've seen, as I've said over the last few months, we've been going over these things, and just, they've been kind of steady, you know, all you know, pretty close, you know, Biden thirty-seven, Trump forty-seven, yeah. Trump thirty, Trump forty, you know, it went back and forth all over the place. You can tell who was favoring who, but now we're starting. I think we're starting to see where it's starting to come into a little bit more accuracy. Where we're starting to see the Trump fifty-fives and the, the Biden thirty-fives instead of the they're they're real close polls now, that we've been looking at. Yeah. Now here are two polls. That we had looked at had his approval rating both around forty two or forty five. So on the Financial Times, it says thirty eight percent of the country disapproves, sixty percent. I mean, sixty percent disapproves, thirty eight approves. Uh, and then you go down to Rasmussen, twenty nine percent approves, sixty five percent say we're going in the wrong direction. So it's clear that the overall majority, at least sixty percent of America, thinks we're going in the wrong direction. And and only about thirty percent or thirty to forty percent think we're going in the right direction, which I even have a problem with that number. I I, I would have to know who these people are. This has to be because there's not that many rich people. I mean, rich people make about ten percent of the country. So, uh, okay, that I can see them saying that. So who's this other twenty percent, man? Some really high upper middle because there's some bullshit going on somewhere around here. It's all the okay. it's all the purple hairs, all the purple purple hair Karens out there. But anyway, people, that was courtesy of Real Clear <laughs> Politics. And this next one is uh, wait, what is this? Oh, this is two seventy presidential election. Uh, you know they do a lot of weird stuff in this poll. Um, average of five polls. Uh, last poll February sixteenth. Uh, Trump at forty four percent. Biden at forty three percent with thirteen percent undecided. Hmm, that thirteen percent can make a big difference. That's yeah. a national poll, and then. Uh, and then after that, they got all the um, state polls up. I see Trump made up some points here in Maryland. He's doing well in a lot of places, though. And a lot of states that didn't carry him last time are carrying him this time. Now, but, the damn people in Pennsylvania, they're still on Biden's side up there in Pennsylvania. They got to get it together. But Georgia, who voted against him last time, is clearly on Trump's side this time. Yeah, they, they realize. <laughs> and uh, he, Yeah, he's carrying Arizona. He's carrying Nevada, which was clearly against him last time. He's pulling 42% in, in New York. <laughs> the country's like, no, man, we've had enough of this shit. We want anything with Joe Biden. Please, America, please don't give us Joe Biden again. Yes, please uh, and thank you. Change it up. <laughs> and so there's what these D states. So Nevada, which is one of the, the, the undivided states. Well, now it's kind of signed towards Trump. Uh, um Arizona is too. Let's see. They Indiana going to Wisconsin's going to price side with Trump, and Georgia's definitely already siding with Trump. So I don't know. It looks like clearly Trump's already won this election. Yeah. And so if he doesn't, what's going to happen? That's and did you know seventy now seventy percent of America now believes that the last election wasn't wasn't was rigged? Yeah. yeah. Look, I don't I don't think he's going to win this election. I, I don't. 
and and I it's and it's, and it's going to start World War Three in our own country. And it, it, if it, if he doesn't, it could start a civil war. If he does, I don't know what could happen. But uh, the the polls are showing it. I mean, it, it, if he does win, he needs to put in his inauguration speech or his you know acceptance speech a, a huge thank you to the Democratic Party for paying for his advertisement cam- campaign. Well, see the problem. They're for- the ones putting him in the office. They they, they absolutely are. See, the problem this time is, see, last time the Democratic polls had Biden winning. This time they don't. I mean, the polls are so bad they can't even hide them. So you know yeah. they're all, you already know they're mashing them because like, um, well, I was listening to one of the polling companies the other day for NBC. They went to a Washington, I'm not a Washington, they went to a Boston mall uh, where they know it's mostly Democrats and mm-hmm. were taking things. And even there, Biden was polling poorly. So the problem for the Democrats is they can't if they shove him in there this time. America, even even the Democrats, I mean the Independents for sure, and the rest of us are going to be like, no effing way, dude. What just happened here? Uh, and there's going to be all kind of conspiracy shit, and they're going to be all there's going to there'll well, be all kind of inquiries, and well, it'll be a disaster. Have you seen Tucker Carlson's interview with that former State Department official? No, I haven't seen it. I haven't, no, I haven't, I haven't seen Tucker in a while. Yeah. I've only caught the clip yeah. just recently, the clips of him and um, Putin. So, so there was a strategy that the intelligence community had called the uh, Red Mirage Blue Shift. And 10 months ahead of time, they were planning on how to get people deplatformed on Twitter, Facebook, etc. Uh, and to proactively pre-bunk and all this stuff. Um, if there were stories that came out that were, you know, anti-Biden, pro-Trump. And they were already talking about this red mirage blue shift in order to, as a pre-bunk for when you saw that steady um, increase from mail-in ballots. In fact, it was so bad that they were um, considering people who even questioned the mail-in ballots as uh, equivalent to cyber a cyber attack of the United States government. Like, that's that's how insane it is it, it had gotten. So... I don't think he's going to win. I, I think he might get sick right before. He might have a heart attack. Uh, he might uh, get sued out of uh, to oblivion. Uh, like something. I just. I don't think we're so in you, control. So you think? You think that you think the deep state's going to stop him from getting in there? Well, I don't want to say deep state. I I just like I. I think there are people in you know various positions throughout society. I mean, there's a whole Time article about it where they were gloating about it. But you yeah. know, how industry and corporation, but I think people who have influence um, are, you know, are coordinating with factions, some within the government. And this is not a Democrat Republican thing either. I think there are Republicans who are part of this too. Um, that have, and, and keep, and also know that the CIA has a, has something called the Political Action Division that had a, you know, is very active overseas in terms of setting aside and, and making sure that elections go favorably for the u.s outside of the country so they were allowed to you know they may have been allowed to play or at least people who left right there are a bunch of people who were working for hillary clinton in the state department who were getting all ready for their you know anticipated promotions who were working in these sorts of jobs who suddenly found out they were going to be out of a job in january and you know may have plied their their expertise outside of government. So I I just, like I said, I don't think he wins. I, I think, and I think it's going to cause lots of problems, but I think these people uh, who are op- opposed to him are so deranged 
that they're well, willing to subvert the the you know machinery of of government in order to make sure it doesn't happen. See, I I thought that too at first, but then I realized right as Trump left, he put two things in. He did two things that no one really paid attention to. He changed the head of the Secret Service, which is a friend of his. He also changed the general in charge of Space Command, who's also a friend of his. I think he knew coming back he was going to need help and protection. I think he already knew this because he got blamed because he, he went around for two years saying how the election was going to be rigged. So everybody said, well, you should have been prepared for this. I think Trump might actually be preparing for this election. He might actually well, be mean, in ahead of time. Obama yeah. authorized spying operations against yeah. his campaign. Oh, he did. He was, yeah. Like while, while Obama was still in office. Like, how does that happen? How was that? Okay. Because because we have a split party. So in the old days, if you go back just fifty years, if that would have happened, both both parties would have attacked him and took him out. Yeah. Because otherwise, yeah. the country would have been an outrage. But right now, to be honest with you, the Z Geners aren't even paying attention. They don't know what the bleep mm -hmm. is going on, and the millennials are just starting to wake up. And that's the thirty-eight year old millennials, thirty-six, thirty-eight, thirty-nine mm -hmm. year old millennials. They're starting to wake up, but there's still a long ways from going on. So what you've got left is the baby boomers, who probably the most of them now are probably freaking liberals, uh, them damn hippie liberals, because all the rest of them are probably dead because they were partying too hard to be alive anymore, <laughs> and the X-Geners. So it's making it hard to really know what's going on. I mean, there's just not enough people wanting to stand up and fight anymore. They don't, they don't want to say anything, and they don't. It's it's like they're too busy on their cell phone on TikTok. Mm -hmm. You know, you you which is, the, which is a whole other thing, right? Oh, it you is. Know, Chinese but, active Chinese influence operations. On oh there. yeah, you do several of them, uh, probably hundred or more. And that's the problem. You can't you can't just keep doing this. America has somewhere along the line we have to say, okay, we have to change the direction we're moving in, or we're going to be in deep shit. Because mm -hmm. technically, we're already in it, but we we have enough. Uh, we have enough um, still good people in place that will probably be all right right now. And if we go to a real war, we're kicking Biden out no matter what. So I think that's another reason that Trump will get in. I, I think the powers that be don't really want to buck this because they nobody in this country, whatever side you're on, wants a war with Putin. We just don't want to. Anyway, it goes, there'll be millions of people die and uh, millions of innocent people die. And we just, nobody really wants it. Even Putin doesn't really want it. No, but America's not giving it. America's not giving him any options right now. Right. Uh, Trump, Trump will give him an option. Trump will just come in and say, "Look, what do you want? How can we end this? And what is it that is going to keep me from blowing you completely off the fucking face of the planet?" And he will tell him that. He's told him that. He's told Kim Jong. He's not. Trump will tell you, "Look, we're not going to play this game. All right, this has got to end. There's too much other stuff going on. It's going to start World War Three. Do you really want to die that way?" Because he told Xi Jinping on two different occasions, if it comes down to it, we will wipe you from the face of the planet completely and utterly. Because we do have 5,500 nuclear armed weapons that can wipe you from the face of the planet, not including the tungsten rods in space. So if we want to wipe you off the planet, we actually have the technology to do it. And we do have the will to do it because we have done it in the past. So that always keeps us ahead of everybody else in the game because in the end, is America bluffing or are we not? No, we're not. We will kill you. You, you should just look around. We've been killing people since we've been a nation. Uh, it's just what we're really good at. It's like some people are good at making wine. We're good at killing people. Uh, when we finally get into deep space, we'll be the ones out there killing everybody. I know it's pathetic, people. What, what can I say? Uh, it's something America's good at. And I think in this case, 
there's a lot of powers that want to keep Trump out because he's going to go after the FBI as soon as he gets in. Um, no matter what happens, he's going to get in. And I think, unfortunately, for the Democrats, they're in a bad position here. So if if somehow Trump was to lose with all these big numbers, especially when we get to polling day and he's eight, nine, and ten points ahead, the Democratic Party would be in a world of shit because uh, mm-hmm. the country would go after them. And, uh, and eventually they would find themselves out with maybe only 10% in, in the Congress. And they would just, of course, impeach the president and put Trump in anyway. Um, they'd make him speaker of the House and then and make him president by impeaching that. In, any way it goes, he's going to get in there unless somebody kills him. Um, as far as the election goes, because uh, I really do think if, if he go if, if the country decides, uh, or I mean, if the Democrats pull out again, I think that the country's just going to go against them all the way around. And say, guess what? You're out now. They'll be right in the streets. They think there was an insurrection last time. They'll see what an insurrection actually looks like. Yeah, um, that was a lar- that was that was that was FBI inspired LARPing. Yeah, that was that was not obviously. I mean, I'm still confused. I got into it a friend of mine a couple months ago about this. We were on, on the air, and he goes, "Well, they were insurrections, and they were trying to take over." I said, "What were they trying?" I said, "Was anybody carrying M16s? Did anybody have M20s? Anybody have tanks?" Do they have hand grenades or pipe? Nobody had anything. Uh, and I said, and then they, they found a pipe bomb the day after the thing, after the whole place had been patrolled that, with dogs. That may have been planted by you know yeah, who. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. none of that is con- con- is convincing. Nobody got hurt except for the one garden, and that wasn't from the insurrection. man had a heart attack. And the doctor said he would, he would have had a heart attack any other oh, way. Oh, and they, they, also, they, also, they also shot a, 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 a female Air the Force one ex- veteran. Yeah, the one ex-Air ex- yeah. Force lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So one, one, of the, one of those people got hurt. So I mean, it, I mean, they occupied the well, White they House. Killed her. I mean, they killed her. <laughs> they yeah, killed, that's they, what I'm they, saying. Yeah, yeah. So and, and then they occupied they, they occupied the, the the Capitol building for a while, and then you know they broke up and went on their way. And so let's stop for a minute, people. What did BLM do again? How many cities? How many buildings? How many people died? How many people were in jail? Insurance settlement in human history. Yes, and, and, and so of those riots. So you had cities basically burning, people running through the street, flipping cars, blowing up buildings. And here's an interesting statistic for y'all: Did you know ninety percent of all the buildings that were destroyed in these in these neighborhoods were? Black. Guess what? No, they weren't black. They were Hispanic or Asian. The blacks burned their buildings down. The neighborhoods burned them down. That was the first thing they noticed in several of the towns uh, that these were businesses like, you know how a lot of times uh, uh, Eastern, um, Middle Easterners will come in, they'll get grants to come in our country and put up convenience stores and stuff like that. People like that, any, 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 of the, um, any of the legal aliens that were in our country running business, they burned down their business. They burned them out of the neighborhoods basically is what they did. And nobody even wanted to talk about that or the amount of people that were raped or the amount of people that died. I mean, it's, it's, and then let's not even talking about occupying Seattle for what, 14 weeks. Yeah. Chaz. Yeah. Like that was a literal, a literal insurrection. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. They I mean, burn what, down what, like a police station. Like, come on. Try to invade a federal building. I mean, what's the difference here? Nobody got in trouble for anything. Now. I'm like, what to believe? And there were several women got raped going into that yeah. neighborhood. Well, Joe, and, it's a two-tier justice system now. It's literally a two-tier justice system. Well, you're either on the regime side, or you're you know it's the regime, or and everybody else. 
Well, the and regime better remember that. Yeah, well, regime better remember that America is armed. There are 260 million Americans carrying guns these days. So do you really want that? About 180 million, but still. Do you really want, you want to start a war with them? And that's the other problem. Somebody asked me one day, well, the military would just come in and kill everybody. I said, nah, first nah, off, nah. that's not going to happen that way. First off, they have to send the National Guard. First off, they're going to already side with the other side. I can tell you that now. And then if, if they tried it, and they can't really just send in the regular military because it leaves our country vulnerable from outside. I said, so the ships have to stay at sea doing their regular patrols. The armies were already dispatched. You can't pull all them from army bases and bring them home. That's not, and even if you do, they're not going to just automatically take your side. Well, not to mention, not to mention that you also have to declare like a national security emergency. Otherwise, Posse Comitatus, like yeah, Posse so, Comitatus Act of 1878 applies right they can't be deployed against u.s citizens yeah well that's that's uh, yeah that, that, yeah the, they the, just, the actual u.s military cannot be deployed within the u.s borders yeah right. i don't think yeah. it's so they can't be used against u.s citizens but they can't be used in within right. our borders. In us borders yeah, they, correct yeah they correct. can't be can't right. be inside right. our borders Al, Al, or whatever his name was was droned right the 16 year old and overseas but yeah yeah they don't they don't and and it needs to stay that way and and well, people. So, no, Jimmy. So, to be honest with you, the National Guard was is was the militia. So, if okay, so the the Second Amendment really isn't about the right for us to bear arms. It's about the right for us to form a militia. If if you read it, that's what it actually says. Um, so, we're supposed to be able to arm ourselves with anything the military has. We're supposed to be able to form a militia and arm ourselves like then. So, what happened after we started doing that? The government decided, well, shit, this is good, and made them the National Guard. Now, all those militias that used to be around are all the National Guards now. That's how they got started. Now, people just joined the National Guard in their own states, but that's how they originally got started as militias. There used to be some, there are still a few big militias left in this country, but there used to be a big militia in every state, well armed, ready to go. Uh, that's what they were there for. And then finally, somewhere, I don't even know when it was, they decided that, you know, it would be easier to make a National Guard. And that way it falls under the government's control instead of some general who used to be in the government. But in the Deep South, there is at least one two million man militia that I know of. Very well armed. And you're not going to just come in and root them out of the Deep South. It ain't going to happen. You'd have to come in and burn a whole area down, man. It's just not going to happen. Well, it has you, been done you, before. It has been done before, right? Yeah, it's uh, a yeah, General Sherman, right? Yeah, so we, it's 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 bad enough that you can you can you can get down here with with any kind of weapons and and stay in the swamp. You know, yeah. I know on, on three or four battles down here that they came down throughout the, the swamp is just it's. If you get in the swamp, you're never getting them out. You're never going to be able to get to them all. They're going to kill too many. It's not going to be worth it. And you're not going to find them with jets because the brush is too high. And even if you burn the brush down, there's too many other places you to hide. They can pull alligator holes out. And then if there's if they want to, while you're marching through the swamp, they could have been uh, putting meltdown across the bottom of the swamp while you're walking through attracting the gators. All of a sudden, before you know it, there's 80, 100 gators attacking your little happy platoon. Um, so, and once it goes into a feeding frenzy, shit, you're going to lose half your platoon before you, and it's not, it's already happened more than once it happened to the Japanese, uh, in world war two. So, I mean, it's, 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 and we've proved this in not just our country, but all around the world. Uh, look at the Afghanistans and the Russians, man. You know, Russians are just not good at fighting these kind of wars. Cause look at what the Ukrainians, um, if you really want to, you can really keep an enemy at bay. If you've got the weapons and the supplies. Oh, you mean Wolverine? 
that wasn't the name of the movie. It was Red Dawn. Yeah, Wolverine. Wolverine's <laughs> was the mascot of the football team. Yeah, yeah. Or 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 Wolverine from X X Men. Either one, but um, yeah, the, yeah, the partisans. The partis The U.S. partisans were yes. the Wolverines. So. so it was. It was. You know. So uh, I I liked the first Red Dawn. Uh, you know, it's just that was very good. You know, the second one had to bow to Chinese pressure and made it had to make it the North Koreans were invading North America. It's like, come on, mm-hmm. that North Koreans. We had just started blowing up their country well, I mean, over in there. The first one, it was it was the Russians and Cuba, <laughs> right? Yeah, they used you know, and it came in through the the, the coast and it came up through Mexico and and, and Canada and split the country in half. And said, "Let's go, man. We got we got a fight going." It's not as easy as that, people. We got a lot. See, people, when they make movies like these, which is really cool, you, they, see, the Russians had to use nuclear bombs in, in Red Dawn because without it, there's too many military bases inside the United States itself, and all of them have either tanks or planes or all kind of crap. And they're spread out all over the place. Just here in the south, I can, I can count between uh, where I'm living right now and from New Orleans to, to Pensacola, there are three naval bases, two air force bases, three NASA bases, all of them with jets, planes, and tanks, and ships, uh, all of them. Um, and, and that's just right here. And then the Gulf Coast, the entire Gulf Coast is covered in bases. And uh, it, it's just so much equipment down here. It'd be really hard on anybody invading us. Uh, you'd have to, you'd have, even if you took out one base, it'd be three more. It's it's not like when we're overseas and we we're only can go with the equipment we got. We got shit all over this country. <laughs> I'm just telling y'all, man. Start traveling around. You'll start noticing whole train loads of stuff being moved around all over the place. And anytime we're in a wartime mode, especially down here, every other train you'll see is carrying military equipment. And it's so funny. A couple of weeks ago, we seen um, desert, look like desert equipment being brought uh, west. And it looked like when they almost the same equipment coming back painted a different color because it was all that. Yeah, it looked like I think it was the same equipment coming back painted green and it's just moving it around to somewhere else, probably going to Europe. Uh, no, Jack, you know, we're getting ready to get out of here in a few minutes, but oh, let me see. There might be one more poll up here that says Trump's going to be your guide and Biden's going to be your <laughs> yes, pin cushion. <laughs> uh, no, Chris, the only reason I think. The only the only thing I think is going to save Trump truly is the fact that you can't justify Biden. Nobody nobody will will believe that the guy who can't even say his name anymore is is going to be president. It's so it, honestly, if there was anybody viable, that doesn't concern me. Biden doesn't concern me. It's the it's the power behind Biden that scares the yeah. Jesus out of me. But see, even with the power behind him, it's it, it's going to be hard because you know, do you sink your party? for one more term or do you say concede that you're going to lose this and move on because with Kennedy in it you know you're not going to be able to convince anybody that they won if Kennedy wasn't in it maybe but with Kennedy in it there's no way you're going to convince any even the Democrats aren't going to believe they won this election I've already heard them talking about they've already pretty much conceded the fact that if Kennedy runs there is no winning of any presidency for the United States this year Uh, and he's talking about running again in uh, the next election so, you know, if he, if he gets, if he can go on a 16% in this one, man, the next election, he might be able to get 30, 35, at least be a VP for somebody. Um, yeah. So it's, it's just, as long as he's in it, there's no way they can let Trump not win. And then, well, and who's, who's to say and he, now if he gets out? Trump. He might, but if he gets out and he's, and he's not a Democrat anymore, so he could be with Trump. If for some reason he steps out, then it gets a little, 
a little murkier on what can be done and what can't be done. It really depends on to if Trump made the right connections or kept the right connections coming back. Um, if, you know, being friends with the guy at Space Command, the two generals over there can give him a lot of pull in a lot of places. And, and since they're running with DARPA and they've got, you know, DARPA spies on everything. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll have a good idea. And you know this, and I didn't know this until just recently. He's uh, one of his closest friends in the, in the, in the, um, in his cabinet runs, guess what now? The NSA. I can't believe Biden left these two guys in charge. And, and the general thing he couldn't do nothing about, he would have had to force the Pentagon to move this guy. And since this guy was really the best general for this with both uh, Air Force and Navy um, experience and, and flight experience, it really, it really, you know, nobody wanted to move him. Even the Pentagon yeah. was like, no, he's the guy. He needs to be there. So, and then the other, the other guys in the, with the NSA and then the guy with the uh, Secret Service, now, for some reason, the guy, um, the Secret Service, they don't get, for some reason, the presidents don't just get to move them. I don't, I don't know exactly how that works, but Trump was friends with the guy who's, who's running, who, the guy who runs Biden security, he's actually friends with. It's, um, I don't, I don't know exactly how that works. But you got to watch Trump. He burns bridges. Um, he had some pretty good friends in the first election. And what's that blonde headed woman? Used to run around saying how much she loved Trump and how, and her husband always said how much she hated him. Now she hates him too. Oh, uh, Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, that's her. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look. The thing about Trump is that he he expects the people who work for him to take a bullet for him, but mm -hmm. the first opportunity he has to throw him in front of a bus, if it suits him, he'll do it. Right. He's not oh, the yeah. kind of guy that you want to work for. Like he's just he's not. Um, but it's just the alternative is ten x worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that's the thing. But she, he shouldn't have to if. If he's allowed to do his job, he shouldn't have to throw you in front of no buses because there shouldn't be anything to do it. It's just, and now, I mean, it's come to a point now with the, for the Democrats is what are you going to do now in this, this time? I mean, you tried to impeach him two times last time he was president. You've tried every dirty trick you could this time to keep him out. I mean, if you do any more, even Democrats, I mean, I mean, they're, I mean, they're pulling bad amongst the Democrats when it comes to cheating now. Uh, a lot of people are really starting to think that maybe Trump did win that election. And that's going to be another factor. Him. They could cancer gun them, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, they like could. Microwaves. And um, I don't know who. I mean, and there's no way Newsom's going to win. He's he's just pulling way too low. I uh, wouldn't, man. He he's, he wins this state consistently. I don't get it. I don't get it. The guy's like shadier than a snake oil salesman. You know. Well, how many times <laughs> can y'all run in California back to back? Two, four. I know down here it's two. You have to sit out one. You can be governor twice down here, and then you have to sit out one time, and then you come back and be twice, two more times. I'm like, you yeah, know, I don't. I, I mean, anybody from the Democratic Party out here is going to be a wackadoodle, so it doesn't really. And there's no Republican, <laughs> there's no Republican, uh, you know, pe people to. I mean, when I'm in an election and I only have like a Green Party candidate I can vote, I can vote for, other than the Democratic Party candidate, I have to mm -hmm. vote for a Green Party candidate, right? There you go. That's horrible. Yeah, well, it, it's hard. I mean, it's it's a, and it's weird because California used to not always be a bunch of blue people. I don't know what happened. I mean, um, that's why it's falling apart. There's no opposition, so it's just these people are, and that's why they're leaving. Well, you know, if enough of them leave, you might see some Republicans come back. You might see Texas flip one way and California flip the but other they're, way. They're just not organized mm -hmm. enough. They can't. They can't win. 
No, not right now they can't, but you give them yeah. 15 or 20 years as the two states are trading off. Because uh, you might start seeing if too many too many bluebees move to Texas, you might see a big chunk of the uh, reds move to Cali. Uh, it, they might actually flip the two states backwards. So one and might it's too blue, expensive. Like, like once you get in into the housing market here, you can't really leave because of that proposition that allows your taxes to stabilize. It's expensive to get into the state. You know, wow. it's really expensive. I'd be like buy a condo, be done with it. That way you can you can rent it while you're gone. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's actually um, we t- we were talking about this because a couple of states, you're better off buying a condo, even unless as long as it's low HO fees, uh, you're better off buying a condo because you can. I mean, you can always rent a house, but it's easier to rent a condo, especially if it's in a decent location. Uh, so you can you can just you know let it go and uh, say, okay, well I'm 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 going to be out of here. You can rent it out, you know, six eight months out of the year, um, and make your money. You can actually, most most condos today, you can make. Uh, depending on how you want to live, um, you can make clear. If it's a medium medium range condo, say three to five hundred thousand, you can probably make about twelve thousand dollars a month, minus your fees, and also say about eight thousand dollars a month. Um, Where are you getting a three to five hundred thousand dollar condo in California? Uh, oh, you can get them in Cali, man. We we were actually we actually looked some when we were out there last time. In the time. Mojave Desert, maybe. No, <laughs> they were actually actually they weren't that far from uh, downtown. No, uh, we went and looked LA at a couple or, of them. Yeah, in L.A., they weren't that far out of well, town. Well, I, I mean, L.A. is like a Darwinian hellscape right now, so you probably get stuff fire yourself <laughs> out there. They uh, and then, um, but it doesn't matter. You don't have to get them in L.A. You can get them in Florida. You know, yeah, you, you get a really nice you get a really nice condo in Florida for around five hundred G's, and uh, you can rent it for five grand a week, and it'll be it'll rent five five grand a week, five grand a week, and um, yeah, and unless well, if it's a nice one, if it's a shitty one, well, I shouldn't say shitty, but an okay one about twenty five hundred a week. So anyway, so we'll we'll go with the low end at twenty five. So that's ten grand a month between your HO fees and probably your um because your HO fees usually include your insurance. That and your note, you're probably going to be clearing six grand a month, five grand a month. So that's not bad, but it's not enough to really have a great living. But if you have four of them, then you're clearing 20 grand a month and you're sitting pretty. And as long as you're insured, if a hurricane comes along, blows them out of way, well, they just paid it off and you got a million dollars sitting in the bank. So it's, it's, it's a win-win. That, that's why so many people do it in the South. Uh, it's just a win-win for them. And uh, insurance is a high these days, especially on rentals. But if it's a good rental uh, and it's and if a, rentals get popular too, it's weird. Um, B&Bs down here, people use all the time. And um, But, you know, it's nice to have a condo, a nice place or a cottage. Cottages do well too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can pick up a cottage for three, $400,000, a, a nice one too, uh, by the water, on the water. And uh, like down in Blue Mountain Beach or Grayington, which is where the neighborhoods, I'm telling you what, when people go down there from out of state, from, from other places, and, you know, they go to this part of Florida, they're just stunned. They just are stunned. One, there's no crime, zero. There's nothing. Yeah. There's no crime happens at all there. On top of that, and I've said this many times, you could be a woman out jogging, and like, or you could be a woman out driving, your car blows a tire. Three or four people will not try to come up and rape you. They will try to come up and help you fix your tire and get you and make sure that you're safe. It, it's just weird. And then there's bicycles everywhere. So if you don't want to take your car, most of the restaurants and, and stores and shops, and, and then there's a big mall, has a um, 
just to have like the big mall has like 200 front bicycles in front of it. just take a bike and go there's no charge for it just drop it off at the next place you're at uh, and go on about your business it's um it's just and the prices are fair the beaches are beautiful uh you got emerald green gorgeous beaches out there beautiful night skies uh with it's just a great place to be hanging out and like i said it's everybody's friendly and kind and just it's just generally weird it's like something out of beaver cleaver's 50s uh, <laughs> i mean don't i mean not the style i mean everything's really beautiful but it's just so weird and and you know you don't know who's going down there you know there's probably some crazies going down but they don't act crazy down there and you know what i have never to this day seen a cop there not one time hmm. not not working the roads or, or doing speed traps or being around the club or putting lithium in there. the water keep everybody calm I don't know, dude. It's 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 a strange place, and they got a couple of nice clubs down there too. And I just it's it's got this reputation, and and maybe something in the air. Who knows? But it's it's yeah, it's nice. It's peaceful, and even with the bars down there, it's just three of them. There's three clubs, and one's a pretty big one too. But uh, and then there's probably six or seven restaurants, and uh, a lot of cottages and condos, some other stuff. Couple of stores to go shopping in, some ice cream places, things like that. And you know, uh, it's just weird America. And it's a place y'all can go, ladies and gentlemen, and feel safe. Be out, you can let your kids run loose. Nobody's going to snatch your kids or nothing. Matter of fact, they might think your kids are lost and bring them back. <laughs> are, are these your children? Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I thought they were lost. trying to lose them. <laughs> yes, I thought they were lost. I was just bringing them back. Oh, y'all think I'm kidding people. It's, it's just a weird place. It's uh, it's called Grainton Beach, Florida. It's Grainton Beach, and it's Grainton Beach watercolor, and Blue Mountain Beach, uh, and it's just an area down there that's just amazingly beautiful, and uh, amazingly friendly. I found it by accident because it's off the beaten path. It's in between Destin, Florida, and Panama City, Florida, and uh, we were just out riding down this road one day, and we ran into this town, and uh, we started going down, there and it was just I'm like, wow, what the hell is this? I thought I was like in a time warp or something at first because it was just, too, it was, it's, it's like so friendly that it bothers you a little bit. Like you're waiting for like somebody to jump out the woods and hack your ass up or something. Uh, no, Christopher, I, I would recommend that you go to, it's a fun place. Oh, and they got all the regulars. You can, you can, you can water ski, you can parasail, you can fish, you can snorkel. Uh, they even got two little rivers that uh, empty into the golf. I guess you can even do a little freshwater spearing or even some spearing uh, if you like to go out gigging for uh, flounder or something. Yeah. I don't know. Or you can just go sit on the beach at night and look at the beautiful ass sky. Uh, yes, just lay down there and say, uh-oh. Yeah, but we got to go. One more question. Get it in. Oh, wait. You know what? Wait, let me see if I, if I still have that article. Hold on. I don't know what you're talking about, but I might already throw it away. No, that's what we're playing when we get ready to leave. Uh, where is this? I don't know. I might already get rid of it. Wait, hold on. Is this it, though? Um, so what was this? Okay. Well, oh, this is... Now, this is about Donald Trump, and uh, it looks like the court's going to side with him on the 14th Amendment. Yes, that's that was that was the one that was sent out. That's the New York Times sent that. They must have choked having to write this, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I can just see the writer gagging over the S.E.A. to write this. Mm -hmm. 
Well, they're trying to make it into something bad because the other guy that's filing for the same thing, uh, who got, um, he got, where was it? New Mexico, Arizona. He got impeached and, uh, He's trying to get the Supreme Court, and he's been like a year, and the Supreme Court won't look at it, but here's Trump right away. Because Trump's running for president, people, they have to do it right away. You know, Democrats are trying to be unfair and, and block him up, and, you know, they had to know there was going to be a fight. But, you know, no, that's what this is about. This is about the immunity claims, yes, and, and the court's going to hear him. But so what I find interesting about the immunity claims, and, and I think this is why, uh, it's my own personal opinion, but I think this is why. The Demer, the um, D.C. court took him off the docket and hasn't put him back on because I don't know if if the Supreme Court's going to make up their mind anytime soon, and they don't have to. You can't tell the Supreme Court, oh, you got to tell me now. Well, no, you know what? Guess what? I don't have to. I can wait till we come back and when we go on break, and that'll be in what? August or September. Well, you can't really go to trial, you know, two weeks before you go to vote. So uh, it's, it's um, I don't know. Well, they're doing the the, uh, the 14th Amendment right now, but that could take two months too. You know, you don't know how long. The Supreme Court can take as long as it wants to do whatever it wants to. Take two years. You know, <laughs> yeah, you this know, is just, it's it's just uh, lawfare. It's just lawfare. That's all this is. Yeah, so so they can they can tie this up. If, if they tie this up even two months, pretty much all the rest of this shit can't go to trial before it goes to, uh, it goes to the election. And if they're trying to jam it around just before the election, America is going to get upset and aggravated, and probably put Trump in, in a landslide. Uh, well, I, don't know. I did see, I did see the uh, one of the Democratic senators said this could be the biggest landslide for a Republican president since Ronald Reagan. Yeah, he. A lot of Democrats think they've already lost this race, but we'll have to see because we don't know what kind of cheating may be going on or what may other stuff might go on. I'm not ruling out anything until until they say you are the next president of the United States. I'm not ruling out anything. I have to agree we're, with John. This, 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 this is dangerous. Happen. There's lots of stuff could go down here, you know, uh, before now and then. What do you mean? If he got out and Nikki came in, uh, they wouldn't let Nikki win. They let Nikki win. Uh-uh. Now, maybe, maybe DeSantis, they might let him win, but they're not going to let Nikki win now. Because the Democrats want to be the first one to put a, a woman president up, not the Republicans. That's how they look at it. Yeah. Well, they got the first black president, so they want to have the first woman president, which they thought they were going to have with Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Almost. So, Almost and what might actually save Trump here is a disjointedness. Like, so in the election with Hillary, there was a lot of disjointedness towards the end there. And that's what's looking like it's going on with this election. So that might actually help Trump out a lot. So even though Hillary won the popular vote, Trump easily won the electoral college. So you might actually see that in this election too. We'll, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. But I mean, right now, even the Democrats are saying Georgia and Nevada are going to Trump and those two enough are to, enough to give him the presidency. So we'll have to wait and see what happens. No, we'll do election night like we always do. We usually set up around um, 6 PM and we go through and as long as we can. Um, well, like with, the last election, um, in several places like Pennsylvania and other places, Trump was like up 70%. And then when I came back in the morning, Trump had lost by like 10%. It's an 80% switch around with 91% of the vote in. So th those things are hard to swallow. But, you know, they said it was legit. So you got to go by what they say. What can I say? It's going to be an interesting election. That's all I can tell you. 
going to be another blowout. Yep. That's but I, sure. I, we all, I always like doing them because we usually get six or seven hosts come on. Uh, we'll get this crew and a couple others come on with us. And we usually do the show. And you no, know, we'll stop and play some music and break and bullshit about stuff and go over exit pollings and uh, say who's going to really win this damn election. And usually, though, like with the first election with uh, Trump, Lily White, who used to do pol- politics with me, she called the for Trump at 730 before anybody did anybody on national news. She, she just, she, she knew. And, um, yeah, Lily white. She was, yeah, she, no, she's black. Yeah. Her name, her real name's not Lily white. That's just what she used to this ass. No, no, I'm not going to tell you what her real name is. <laughs> if she wanted you to know her real name, she wouldn't have used that name. Uh, that's how it is. But we got to go. Anything else before we go? No, maybe who got pregnant. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't, I don't know, know who's on third. third. That's right. I don't know who's on third. Those skits are probably, uh, it depends how old you are, if you know those skits or not. Um, guys and girls, I will put up a poll later this week. This will poll will probably run until election time. This will be, um, will actually be four polls that will put up, and we'll start promoting those polls on all the shows pretty soon because those are general election polls. They'll, they'll have... Um, how, you know who's going to vote? Basically, it'll say who are you voting for for president. It'll have a list of people you can choose. Really and truly, the only three people are going to be in is Donald Trump, Joe Biden, and Kennedy. That's the only three that have any anything. We're not going to worry about what we're, we're not going to do anything with Haley or anybody like that. Polls. Uh, we will do do drive approval rating polls, life approval rating polls. What is the quality of your life now compared to then? So, did you have a better quality of life under Trump or or Biden? Those are just simply, you know, yes or no polls. Uh, but there'll be four or five of them. You just go click them and they'll stay up there until the election. So you can see every week, you know, who's holding on, who's winning. Uh, they're really good polls. And usually, usually they'll do anywhere from uh, what depends. Some, sometimes they do 100 a day. Sometimes they do 1,000 a day. Uh, but, you know, sometimes they do more than that. But it, it's polls you can watch and see the progression of yourself. Um, you know, so you can just go by and see them see how, who's holding up where it's just, it's just a nicer way of doing it. And we have a pretty good fo- following. I think we got about 200,000 people who follow the American polling company. So um, it's something that, you know, we'll just send out an invitation, let everybody know. Well, when we put out a poll, it goes out automatically to everybody. It'll also go on a Facebook pages, excuse me. Um, it'll probably also go on the YouTube page as well. And it'll be on the website too. So y'all can just take the poll and go and say hi and let us know what you're <laughs> Oh, you mean sexiest host? No, I always win that, so we're not going to put that up anymore. So this show, it's like bullshit, man. Put this poll you up. Need, you need a new poll. You need a new poll. Yeah, no yeah, poll. Oh, listen, you see these he's guys? You hear, you hear these guys? Oh, man. Oh, I'm sure the rest of the guys in the network will be put me on that damn. What? Oh, no, we did. Uh, one year we did do a, a calendar on. Uh, this is, oh, God, like 10 years ago. Uh, we did a station calendar with six male hosts and six female hosts. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. Is that not crazy? What do you mean dressed provocatively? No, but the guys were in like shorts and, and shirts and the girls were in, same thing, shorts and shirts. No bikinis, man. Get out of here. You're going to have to give me six months lead time for that so I could lose about 80 pounds. Oh, so you want everybody to wear a thong? Get out of it. That ain't going to happen. I'll wear one just like get a crap out of some people. <laughs> Y'all are sick people. We got some sick people who listen to this. I swear. 
No, just remember, gonna... you won't be able to unsee it. So that's right. Once <laughs> you see it, once once it's there, it's there for life. People keep that in mind. And unring the bell. <laughs> yes. Um, what? Uh, no, we talked. Well, hey about guys, that. I, I got to get going anyway because my girlfriend's going to work and my dog is going to be unattended. So I'm going to. Yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're getting out of here right now. So we're we're getting ready <laughs> yeah. to queue up the song and get the hell out of here. But y'all, Jay, cool. Jay, Jay, tell him you're on Church of Mavis, man. Church of Mabus every three Fridays right here on network just before this show with Jeffrey Pritchett. Jeffrey Uncle Pritchett, that's right. Jeffrey Uncle Pritchett. <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey Uncle Pritchett. All right, get out of here, man. Sean, yeah, tell me where can find you, baby. You good? Thanks, Jay. Yeah, yeah you can find me uh, Sunday nights at uh, between 9 and I'm always doing the math here, 11 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, 8 to 10 Central and 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific on Through a Glass Darkly Radio with Sean Patrick Hazlett on this station. Uh, You can also find me, uh, you know, look beneath my name. You can see Through a Glass Darkly with Sean on YouTube. Definitely check it out. Yes. Y'all go check him out. Make sure you... Yeah, go check him out. Do what? Uh, No, I don't think you have enough money for that. Anyway. I just don't think you do. We're getting out of here. I want to thank everyone for tuning into United Public Radio News on the flip side. Uh, no, Christopher. No, Christopher. And no, Christopher. No, you can't come on the show, Christopher. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I've seen your comments. You would just, no, no, you just wouldn't make it. But anyway, we're, we're going to leave you all with some five finger death punch as we roll up on out of here. Again, I hope everyone enjoyed the show on United Public Radio and News on the Flip Side. Until next week, have some fun. And remember, you can send in requests for music. You can send in news articles. You can send in during the week. You can send them here. You always got to write to me as icardcox.net. Unless you're on my friends list on any one of my messengers, and you can send them to me there as well. Well, good night and stay tuned for some, well, music. Oh,
And the only time he's satisfied is when he's on a drunk. I've got one foot on the platform. The other is on the train. I'm going back to Sin City to wear that ball and chain. I'm one. 